0: I learned something today, and now to forget it. Gone.
1: Hello world. This is Chris Abalo's podcast experiment and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the best of 2022 volume two. Thank you for checking this out. Thank you for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for following the show on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Cape Pod. And those links are in the episode description to make things quick and easy for you. And if you clicked on volume two, because it's the most recent episode in the podcast feed, don't forget to check out volume one of the best of 2022. Enjoy another two and a half hours of hilarious clips, just like the ones you're about to hear in a minute or so. I'm not going to do a long intro. I did a shortish intro for volume one. I don't want to repeat and do the same thing all over again. But aside from this, obviously being a clip show, a best of compilation, The big headline is Cape returns Monday, April 24th to kick off 2023. So make sure you subscribe to make sure you're following on the socials. So you see the video clips and all that other good stuff. And on YouTube, lots of video clips from 2022, including videos of some of the clips you're going to hear in this compilation, as well as in volume one. So just in case you clicked on this episode and this is what you're checking out for the first time, you're getting in on the ground floor of Cape which is short for Chris Abalo's podcast experiment. This is a clip show. It's a best of collection. And I will be coming on in between all the clips to call out the episode number, because if you like what you hear, go check out the full episode of the show. And I didn't mention at the beginning of volume one, but I'll mention it here. A few intros. I did call out the name of the guest because I did a few one-on-one shows in 2022. So you will hear that in general, like it's group shows and I'm just calling out the episode number. But when I'm talking one on one with somebody just for the sake of a little bit of context, I am calling out their names. The freshman class of 2022, Corey Pierce, drummer for God Forbid and Disciples of Verity, comedian KP Burke and the brains and heart of Bravery Studios in Garfield, New Jersey, Marvin Perdomo. You're going to hear from all of them here in volume two and you also heard from them in volume one. So let's get into it. We are going to start with a clip from the first episode of 2022 back in April. Myself, Christian Cordes, Mike Zapsic, and Ming Chen talking more of our nonsense. So let's kick things off with a clip from Cape197. Christian, this might get a little Ghost of Christmas Future for you because I I honestly want to know. Okay. Like... Being flanked by uh, two guys who are also of a certain age. I do want to ask you guys, are there things that you wish you had been told were going to come with age? And let me give you an example of the type of thing I mean. I wish somebody had told me that at a certain point, right around, let's say, my late 30s into my now early 40s, at a point, if you eat a pint of ice cream in one sitting, you'll wake up with a hangover the next day. Like, I wish somebody had told me that, just so I knew to enjoy as much as possible.
0: What kind of ice beforehand. cream? Rum raisin? What the hell? Like anything? I like literally, I will wake up Rocky with a Rocky Roofy. Like it's what the hell? Fun. What kind of ice cream are you Rocky eating? Rocky Roofy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, I've never. And Jerry exper- GBH. I've yeah. never um, experienced this.
1: <laughs> <it. I, laughs> wow i guess I, I haven't lost a step oh, yeah the, that's i've never experienced um, this like well you, i mean I, old... like that's something that is is a biological component like my for instance my father who's who turned 80 okay about six months ago up until the last few years would eat everything spicy put hot sauce on sure. everything but budweiser mm-hmm. and now he just can't tolerate it anymore and um, i realized that that's probably aside from the fact that i look just like the man i realized that that's on the table for me in the future. So I'm trying to enjoy as much spicy stuff as possible because at a point, I guess the gland is going to burn out. So is there something that like you realize changed at a point when it's just like, I wish I had known that this was going to come to an end? You know, aside from like maybe playing basketball or you know some such things that are just- like Running. Limiting. Well, <laughs> uh, <that>. Walking fast. <laughs> uh, let's see. Walking
2: unaided. Uh, yes. I, there, you know what? There's- it, it's a subtle gradation. You like look back and you're like, "Holy fuck!" You know that's the last time I will probably ever ride a bike. Mm. You know, I thankfully that hasn't come yet. So <laughs> you know, I'm I've still got that balance. Um, hearing hearing's a nice thing. You know, you're you're you start to start to lose it a little bit, mm-hmm. or you can't concentrate as much when you when you've got like so much background noise. You're like, "Shut the fuck up!" No wonder. You know, my father and my grandfather were such angry men. You know, it's because you've got all this
1: chattering going on in the background. It's like, shut up! Um, That's why they were always yelling. Yeah. They thought they were speaking normally. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They thought they were just quieting us us down. They didn't realize how loud it was. Yeah.
2: Making making their kids really, really jumpy and nervy. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. There's not anything that I can eat that's like, kills me the next day. But, um... I uh, Ming, what do you got? Yeah. I, I'm you got sitting something? here going, yeah. No, I
0: mean, I mean, you, you, you party mis-
1: endlessly because you're always on the road. Yeah,
2: so, yeah. I'm trying like, to, you, you got a lot it, of, put, bit, you got I'm trying to stave off
0: put,
1: the yeah.
2: reaper. Yeah, and you
3: put that crap in your system. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. So I do. Ming is
2: nothing
0: but hollow inside. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: emotions are gone. Heart. Liver kidneys gone, we're good. Uh, yeah, no,
0: so far, so good. I still party like a freaking 23 year old, so far, so good. Yeah, which
1: I can't say I blame you because I probably would be doing the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I definitely, was...
0: I'm taking advantage of, uh, of that part of my life for sure. I, but yeah. I have noticed uh, in the airport. I'm trying to like read when my flight's leaving and mm-hmm. shit. I can't. I can't. It's just one big blur now, and yeah. it sucks. And uh, yeah, but and that's... you don't
1: realize it until you're like, oh, I can't read. This and thing I, I, I refuse like... to go to the eye
0: doctor to get checked. <laughs> I don't want glasses. Like, you know, I, it's just another pain in the ass, right? Right, you know that you might lose them, you might break them. <laughs> yeah, right? really. but like, Speaking of right. which, yeah, we Actually, get those beads great- <laughs> for you.
2: The beaded necklace, we'll get them for you. So they're so all they hang around, around your neck, like
0: uh, like yeah. rose from uh, Golden. Yeah, Green. <laughs>
2: we'll we'll get we'll get you change purse so you can yeah. like tip the uh, the guy who's who's helping you with your your luggage. Picture right? it, Red Bank, twenty
0: twenty two. Right. Do you um do you have great. the the pill organizer with the days on and shit?
2: Not yet. Okay. I'm I'm waiting for that one. I can't wait for that, folks. <laughs> I'm actually gonna have them out on my counter, okay. like the uh, the cereal things where you put the bowl. Oh and yeah, you, you, wait, you I'm just turn gonna jump into a bowl and, 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 that, did, yeah. and it's just all those pills and just be like, man, pour milk on them yeah. And, yeah. and eat it like. Okay,
3: like yeah. My
1: doctor says I need them all
2: anyway. Yeah, so it's Part of a nutritious
3: not? balanced breakfast. Yeah, I'll just take
1: a week's worth today and then I don't need to worry about it until
3: next Sunday. Cape, two o three. You know what, Corey? Me and you, we're going to do our own show with Blackjack and Hookers. It's going to be great.
1: In fact, forget the show and the Blackjack. Anyway. Just Hookers. Uh, Yep. Actually, what a great name for a podcast, Just Hookers. Just Hookers. I actually really love that. (laughs) Is justhookers.com taken? Somebody must have I bet
4: you it it is. It has to be.
1: I'm afraid. I bet you somebody. Yeah, pull that up. We need to know now. Just, <laughs> to, just Hookers has to be. T- I mean, if nothing else, it's going to set off an alert. Like s- some local uh, police department is going to be. Is it the site? Can't um, be. Rich? Is it registered? You got to go look it up now. I don't, I don't go
3: know. To, uh, oh my God. I hope it. I <laughs> You're going to get
1: visited not. by authorities tomorrow and just be like, I understand someone was looking at the prostitution here at this IP address. <laughs> This, this must be.
3: Okay, so. Wait, we'll, wait. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. I don't know what's funnier. The fact that this is what. The fact that this is the search result, or the fact that it is, did you mean
4: justhookers.org? We sure did. How about. Oh, try justhookers.gov next. <laughs> yeah. wait, wait a minute. What the fuck? There's a whole thread about this on Reddit. Is there?
3: Someone just research? registered the domain name justhookers.org, and, and it's glorious. Oh, come on. a real...
4: Ah,
1: oh, you fuckers.
4: Liars. Downvote that, man. Damn it.
1: Yeah. That gets a downvote for sure. Like, don't build a website there. At
4: least put up a... Something. Put up a picture of Giuliani or something. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> That would be really uh, funny. I, you know what? Now I want to see if it's available.
1: Yeah. What's the name of that resource where you look up.com? This is really boring for anybody. Okay. So while you do that, uh, for anybody who doesn't know... Or doesn't remember because it's been a long time. So Corey was an integral part of The Only Podcast That Matters, which, it's it's if true. you didn't know, was the show that I did with Andrew, Jack, and Ryan for years and years and years. <laughs> I'm looking at the screen on JustHookers.com. It's being entered, and I'm just it just cracks me up. I'm watching this. It's hard to focus. Is it available? Because that, this is all I'm going to be thinking about now while I'm trying to
3: introduce Corey. Introduce your show. <laughs> I'm going to find Yes,
1: out. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, search on your phone so I don't get distracted. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that show, which we did uh, 2010 to 2014, and then a little bit more 2016 and 2017. Yeah, Corey was an integral part of that. It's taken. Shit. Okay. Just well,
3: Hookers.
1: justhookers.org isn't. Hey, justhookers.club. Just I kind of like justhookers.life. Actually, that's the one I want. Justhookers.net. All reasonably priced. I will say that. C hookers is a th- is worth a thousand dollars. Gay hookers is worth two grand. <laughs> that's that's tall Andrew's Andrew's
5: website. Wow,
4: tall dot <laughs> gayhookers.com. I'm not gay. What? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: that's the subtitle. Gayhookers.com. Fuck you, I'm not gay. Um it is kind of funny that tall hooker is it tail hookers or tall hookers?
6: You tail want
3: it's damn I'm tail like, hookers if, if tall hookers was Wait worth thirty five hundred dollars. Why is robot hookers worth sixty-five thousand
4: dollars? Oh my god. <laughs> robot house. <laughs> what the fuck? Buy it right now. Charge yeah, it to like, the, charge it to the corporate card. Is
1: is this like eBay? Can we make an offer on robothookers.com? Oh uh... that's the shit I would buy. Like if I had money, like money I could just <laughs> piss away, I would just for me. Just like, buy robot I mean, everybody has things that they blow a stupid amount of money on when they have a stupid amount of money to blow. Like, for instance, I will not be listening to this particular interview, but today Post Malone was on with Howard Stern and he spent 800 grand on one Magic the Gathering card.
4: Hmm. And I'm like, that's, that's crazy. Fucking or yeah, that's people really who crazy. buy like vinyls. That's crazy. That's crazy as hell, right?
1: Yeah, I don't mean I buy vinyl much. Who? You? I do, yeah.
4: That's I don't. I, your I'm still a CD is closed.
1: No, I CD is still my format always will be. It's my favorite format. I'll occasionally buy some. I did buy a record uh last month actually because it's the was album it? is called Peach Fuzz and it's peach colored vinyl.
4: I had to do it. Was it the Taylor Swift uh, target exclusive?
1: It was not. <laughs> I did buy the Taylor Swift album on CD though. If you talk about Taylor's version of Red, I did buy it on CD cuz yeah, that
4: was I a big deal.
1: A lot of that album the it's... singles suck. I stand by that. But the, <laughs> the album tracks, the first three tracks are really strong. I'll say that. And it's downhill from there. And, you know, the 10-minute Jake Gyllenhaal song was like, it's it's cool. It's fun. I but don't go back and listen to that a lot. There's but... a
4: lot of CDs that are like that. They have, like, one or two real good songs. Well, there's every CD memorable. in the 90s. The singles were there's... great. The rest of the album was garbage. And then there's just absolute garbage. Like, specifically Except when for... Creed, like Creed, when they're... Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I like some of their songs. And how most of their albums were garbage.
1: They were so bad. Well, the first album sounds like demos. Like I remember, that was a really big deal. Like that was my early days of playing guitar, yeah. and that was like the rock album that had like from a new band. Yeah, Well, they that got that wasn't they
4: got that one song from Scream, and that really was a big deal.
1: Yeah, and then then that first I'm, album. I'm trying this thing. Sounds like oh yeah. So Corey's never had Liquid Death. He's got a crisp, refreshing I expect to die of shortly death. after drinking this. Well, we're gonna find out. What do you? Well, thoughts, initial thoughts, right away, right off the top
4: of your head. Tastes like water. Well, shit. They succeeded, I mean, everybody. They did it. Liquid Death has made water. Doesn't taste super metallic-y, so that's a plus. Yeah. There's not a lot of mercury in this. Uh, i kind, of, <clears throat> kind of surprised. Doesn't smell like Detroit.
1: <laughs> so, that's uh, always a plus. Yeah, the Bliss album was definitely a strong album, though. We're not talking about that. Jesus Wept. There were a couple of albums that were really, really strong in the 90s. The rest of them, though, were trash. Wait, what? <laughs> you heard me.
3: <laughs> I, I just, I, wait, I missed the part where we just switched to talking about PMDAR. Well, I was
1: in the middle of talking about, we, we were talking about 90s music, and then Corey decided to just make a sharp pivot and go on to the liquid death thing. <laughs> but I, right. in that quick moment, King I thought. King of Transitions. Ooh, wait, talking about.
4: <laughs> yeah, we don't call you the King of Trans-
1: <laughs> Wow, transitions for nothing. Uh, oh,
4: more caffeine. Do you have a podcast? Have you tried? <laughs>
1: have I tried speaking? Yeah, that's right. I have. I didn't say I was any good at it, but I've tried. And I'm still trying every single week. Too dumb to stop. Cape two twelve. I never know what to order when I go to Starbucks. Well, and number one,
7: there's your problem. Yeah. So there's. So <laughs> this is going to lead to like this whole thing. Okay. It's really fucking funny. But I I came across this meme pretty recently. Um, where it's like me at Starbucks for the first time, not knowing what to order. And it's a picture of Beetlejuice, like <laughs> kind of gesturing at a, at a counter where he's ordering. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I'll have one of those vanilla bullshit things, which is basically me, like when I'm going to Starbucks because I just don't know. So usually I just have Jen order for me. I'm like, Just, you know what I like. Just go up there. And I hear her walk up to the counter. She's a fucking pro. She's like, Can I get a venti vanilla chai with three pumps of this and two pumps of that and low fat milk and an extra? Swirl a caramel and for those no whipped
8: cream. And
7: she's like, Ryan is doing finger guns. <laughs> yeah, she's like, boo, boo, boop. And I'm she like, doing the finger guns? I'd be like, oh fuck. I'm gumming. no, yeah, no, sure, that's, that's no. I, yeah, no, I, no, I thoroughly I, see
8: Jen doing yeah. finger guns. I made up the finger guns thing
7: just to, to for emphasis. And um, yeah, because
8: that seems like a you thing. Yeah, so
7: <laughs> so I'm standing. Like I listen to her, and I'm like half in awe and also half like I can't be bothered to do that. Like, I have no fucking clue. So we were we were in Target recently, and, you know, they all have Starbucks now. Right. And yeah. uh, I was checking out at the register, and she's like, you know, do you want anything? I was like, I don't know. Like, do I? Give me that thing and like. And, yeah, yeah. give me that thing I like. And she's like, I got you. And I'm like, okay, dazzle me. So I I buy her shit, you know, that Target told us to buy. And um, then I Obey go- Obey your corporate master. Then I go over there. I'm like, so what'd you get me? And- the official name of this thing is Caramel Ribbon Crunch Frappuccino, but for some reason in my head, all I heard was Caramel Crunch Frappuccino, and I'm like, whoa, 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 hold the fucking phone. Listen to me. Now Now listen. I like Starbucks just as much as the next white girl, okay? And God damn, do I love me some Taco Bell, but this is a bridge too fucking far. I was like, is this one of those one of those secret off-menu items yes. that, that yes. Like, it's they not see, listed they, up there, they, but people know. And they put burrito t- in yeah, my coffee. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and the baristas are like, fuck. I was like, there better not be any ground beef in this. <laughs> no, it's the hot sauce. Yeah, it's so the it's, hot sauce from hot. <laughs> and she's like, and I was like, did you just say Crunch rapuccino? And she's like, no. No, so <laughs> no just, but it sounds like a brilliant idea. Yeah, you should sounds, run with it. Yeah, I was like,
8: I, I, you know, the bell I and mean, the box got together. We were just talking about how Wawa and Cape May Brewing got together. What the fuck did you put in the blender? <laughs> Wait what? Yeah, you didn't hear about this?
7: No. Yeah, Kate I walked May. in a couple minutes
8: late. If okay. You don't so, so Cape so <laughs> yeah. May, May Brewing, a brewery down in Cape May, one New of my Jersey. favorite beers. Uh, yeah. They just partnered with Wawa to produce a hard iced tea.
3: Get out of here! Yeah, right,
8: yeah, like
7: based on the Wawa. Right iced there. tea. Right there. There you
8: go, Jack. Yeah. It is the hard tea. It's Short peach. Tea. Currently peach. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they will be making the other flavors of Wawa tea. <laughs> Shit, and yeah. you should be able to get it at your local. You know, look. I'll drive 2 K. we on the
7: street. Would. Is you can't find it anywhere. People are just glomming it. I again. can imagine. <laughs> it, it, it
8: came out three weeks ago, and people went bananas yes. for it. Um, so yeah,
7: yeah. So <laughs> funny were wearing, story, Where you... this is like basically selective husband hearing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, did I hear what I wanted to hear, or? <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, no, this this is too much. The like, I, I love you <laughs> know, yeah, Crunch Rappuccino. I'm like, no. uh-uh. <laughs>
8: What is that even?
7: It comes, yeah, like yeah. It, it doesn't come
8: in a koozie. It comes with a burrito wrapper. Yeah, wrapped. it comes in a burrito wrapper. It just melts all over everything. Caramel drizzle <laughs> <Yeah>. on <laughs> What is this? The wrap. You know what it is? Taco Bell is going to come out with it around either Halloween or Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's going to have like. It's going to be a, like a Crunch Wrap Supreme, except instead of the meat, they're going to use like um, Fondant or something in the middle of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dude, make make like, it happen. There you go. That, that, hashtag that's...
7: Crunch Rappuccino. <laughs> yeah, what's going
8: on? Taco Bell. What's up, Taco Bell? You hear this? Don't we... disappoint me like yeah. you have so many times before. <laughs> Every time he goes to the bathroom. Oh, no, that's oh, fine. It,
7: no, that mitt's got to die. Now, <laughs> that it, no, myth? it's. What myth? What, oh, you eat Taco Bell and you shit yourself? Come on. Dude, I, it goes through me like fucking buckshot. Well, you're dude, weird, no. it you, you, Everything just, goes just, through uh, like buckshot. No, no.
8: The best joke I ever heard is cutting out the middleman and just spraying it in the middle of the toilet. You got yeah, some that fucked was, up stomach. That was uh, on SNL. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. That's where it came from?
7: Okay. it's was like, why don't they just cut out the middleman and just of spray bullshit. it all over the inside of a toilet? <laughs> because,
8: dude, it does. It's like, it, oh, it this is great. Right oh, God. It's insane. Me right through me yeah T- i don't understand and
7: i love it i won't stop like no. I, I i would literally shit myself in public and it's, i still will eat taco it's like it. the south like, park you know
8: wow episode where it's ah yeah <laughs> poop bucket i don't understand it it's it's actually well-made food you get no, it's fine <laughs> what yeah. the f- this isn't I, a shot no, it's no. not gourmet no no, no 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 i'm not telling it's gourmet food well made. out of the f- all right all right fast food it's number one with a fucking bullet it is i quit <laughs> Good. I I quit. take over. And, and, I'm it, the captain now. It,
7: excuse me. Have you had the, the cheesy Fiesta potatoes?
8: <laughs> have you had anything else? Wendy's yes even. I love Wendy's. The quesarino is the best thing on the menu.
7: Chicken chalupa supreme? Yes. These these sound, oh, my God. These
8: sound like tantric sex moves. No, yeah.
7: they're, they're food. Yeah, no, they're food. Yeah. You and don't get out much, do you? Tastes just <laughs> like it. Not Taco Bell. <laughs> I love Taco What's Bell. What's your number sickness.
8: one? If we're doing... Fast, fast food ranking. Fast, fast food would be Wendy's.
7: That's my number two.
8: Wendy's would be my, <laughs> Wendy's would be my number one fast food.
7: I mean, honestly, not gonna argue that. Honestly, if I if I had to put in order, it's Wendy's above Taco Bell for me, and Taco Bell's number two.
8: Mm. Yeah, I, I, I love the. D- bell. There's more yeah, th- and I, I love there's more things too. on yeah. the menu at Wendy's that I will enjoy eating. My wife and I just call it the Bell. The, like, yeah. oh, the Bell. Well, of course you do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get it. I I get the same. You exact remember the thing. Bell Every Luminati commercials that yeah. were circling uh back in like no, the early 2000 oh my god <laughs> how they i just make... call it the bell the bell yeah the bell
7: hey, well, yeah. the bell and i the don't bucks. feel like cooking
8: want the bell tonight sure
7: the bell and the bucks got together for the crunch rapuccino. yeah
8: <laughs> I... where's your uggs <laughs> god Basic damn it bitches holy shit yeah. ryan's revealing a new side of himself yeah man
7: I mean, I love me some Starbucks, but I just don't know what the fuck it is. You order. just
8: love sugar. That's what it is. I love and I sugar. can't I can't complain cuz sugar is obviously a drug. Yes.
1: To all
7: of us I at the table love right love now. I love sugar.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Cape 204. And uh behind the board who's the <laughs> man. <laughs> and this is why as we soon, love him. Exactly. As soon as we mentioned it, he's right there. The great Ming Chen on the board, everybody. Yes.
0: You are correct sir. That's it. You are correct. <laughs> hey. That's it. this this is
1: why you book a shared universe.com everybody go there mm-hmm. book your podcast. This is what you get. I mean, some of the time most of the time is Christian Cordes, but if you're lucky like us, you get the great Ming chen You get the owner to come get down. A, yeah, you get a comic book man here. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes in between cons, in between Yeah, we, no, you have to be between we airport
8: were, terminals. We were lucky to get him it, you know, catch him with whatever net that you had that you caught him in between Comic-Cons because you're flying around worse than some of these bees. Like, it's ridiculous, dude. Yeah,
1: he's like a murder hornet. He's everywhere.
8: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's
0: the goal, my friends. I don't sit still. So. Dude, you can't. No, you, can. you cannot. You cannot sit Not in still. a business like this, no. 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 But no that's also... Still.
1: And it's also the idea of, like, it's, I mean, not an insult to anybody, including you, but, like, the idea of just having one job, kind of boring. You have a variety of things to do. It's like, yeah, I dig it. Like Ming can work here. Ming does some some panels, Comic Con. He travels. Uh, he goes to dive bars like
0: it's a job. So, it, <laughs> and, then and like, he, dr- and then he drinks.
1: And he drinks malort.
8: Yeah, that to me <laughs> is the, minus the malort. Seems like the life. It's a great life. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, all, it's
0: pretty awesome. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's like he could be writing code in Michigan right now. But luckily, <laughs> yeah, you know, he built yeah. a fan site, and you know, his life took a turn for the positive in a huge way, and he's milking it. Good for you, man. Yes, listen Seriously.
0: to K episode. I don't know whichever one I was on.
1: Uh, Do you remember the number? The one what you and I when you yeah. did the interview. Mm. One fifty six. One fifty six. Listen to that so. one. It's awesome. Yeah. it's a good two hours. It was most no, most downloaded you're, show you're, of twenty twenty one.
8: Your story was awesome. The the whole comeuppance the the yeah, the comeuppance and of that's,
1: Ming Chen. That's not
8: the right word. It's, come it up is and now.
1: Comeuppance is when you get like what's coming to you. Exactly. Like, that's like,
8: what I guarantee you. That's how Ming like Ming murdered
1: a hooker in college and like. And like now, he's finally receiving some like karmic punishment. That's what comeuppance is. He's looking up words. He's nodding, yeah, he's nodding his head behind the board. Like, how'd you know that? Um, a Punishment or a fate that someone deserves? Well, yeah, that's you what deserve. I'm saying.
8: That's not comeuppance. Like, you, de- is, you just you deserve to work here, Ming. You deserve yeah. to fly to cons.
1: You deserve to be stuck with us. That's see? it. That's I'm just, changing that word for the penance. positive.
8: I'm I'm putting my foot down die on dying this hill. I'm making comeuppance a positive connotation now. All right,
1: okay, listen. I'm not dying on that hill, so you're welcome to it. All yours, dude. Um, as usual, because Andrew and Minger are here, we're talking alcohol before the show. No and, shit. Uh, yeah, alcohol has become such a fixture of this show, and uh, I never would have thought. But Especially here we when, are.
8: when the majority of us didn't really drink. Like we, we, Brian and I dabbled with craft beer. Yes, you swore off beer because you swore it's taste. No, like I just didn't cones. have the palate. I would
1: drink. No, I would drink like a Dos Equis or a Corona when I went right. to a Mexican restaurant, but that's it. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't I'll drink beer, but I don't like beer. I never really have. But like those seem those are easier for me to stomach for whatever reason, which people find funny. They're like those beers. I'm like,
9: Yeah, I mean, compared it, to like what? Like
1: fucking Molson or PBR or something like that. Like there's there's worse <laughs> he beers than my opinion. brands. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm trying to think like of some like low rent beer. Uh sorry. Milwaukee's and, and beast. Not sorry. Yeah, exactly. Um but no, we didn't, which is so funny. Actually, this week because this is um, going out a couple of days from now, yeah, is actually 12 years since we started podcasting. So thinking back yeah, to did, 12 years start ago, in yeah. June 30th, we did the first two episodes, episodes one and two of the only podcast that matters. First cast and Astrocast. I don't remember Astro-cast. what I had for dinner two nights ago, but I remember that. <laughs> Go figure. My mind is a weird place. But uh, we just, looking back on, on that, it's crazy to think that like, yeah, now everybody has it, but is that, is that growing up? Is that just personal evolution? I feel like it's a little bit of both, but yeah, we didn't really drink. Like you and Ryan didn't really drink. And, yeah, and anger and life has fucked us. And <laughs> we're ready to drown our feelings.
8: Yeah, pain, with know, liquor, drink, drink the pain away. Yeah, no, yeah. That, no. actually, that's not why I drink. No, at it's all. not. No, not that's at all. Not a, it's, no. it's very much a social and, thing with yes, us.
1: Yeah, yes. none of us are sitting home like drinking alone. No, for the no, most part.
8: No, even even in my apartment, I found a neighbor who's just as much of a whiskey nerd as I am, and he comes downstairs with some ridiculous top shelf stuff like Octomore and and like 25 year old Macallans, like mm. three four hundred dollar bottles of liquor and i'm like what <laughs> you're you're giving me a sample of this like
5: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah like, on your these, knees buddy <laughs> and, and, yeah, <laughs> and ming's
8: bringing up Octomore. that it...
1: i've never even heard of that
8: so Octomore is made by a brand called Brooklady, uh over <laughs> in scotland
1: i hope you're pronouncing that wrong
8: i no, i'm not I i know i'm pronouncing that right um because i followed the fucking place anyway it only
1: comes bougie out like ass andrew
8: that's, uh, that's what's happened in 12 years Yeah. <laughs> yes I, we, we talked about this we went from vaping to we're cigars. never done talking about it and um, golf yeah the golf and clubs golf. and the vapor <laughs> he, he sold those
1: with his truck well, i guess maybe we'll circle back to that but anyway yes no, you're, ne- a- you're never out of the hot seat no i mean, never not. I know apparently even when you're not here like yeah i know uh, yeah. but
8: go on fucking Corey. <laughs> Hey, Hey, Andrew's not here. I'm going to make fun of him. (laughs) Fuck you.
1: (laughs) If you missed last week, go back and listen to it. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, what a weird episode to start with. (laughs) For some reason, this is your entry point. Wow. (laughs) Welcome, number one. Hi. Number two, stick around. Hello, Watcher. It it gets really interesting. Cape 219 with Marvin Perdomo. Did you have an ambition to actually be a broadcaster in your own right, or was it more Uh, the business that
9: appealed to you? I wanted to be a filmmaker. I, I still mm. want to want to do film as well. Mm. So, no, I, I I didn't know what podcasting was when the founder of this company uh, said he wanted to do a radio station. I kind of I said I supported it, but I kind of was like, I don't know if radio uh, has a big future considering, you know, everything's on the Internet now. Like yeah. who, I yeah. mean, only people that are commuting are listening to the radio now. True. And um but when he, when it transformed into a podcasting studio, that's when it got my attention and I'm like, "All right, well, yeah, I'll work with you on this." Um so it wasn't the, the initial dream, um but it became the reality, it became it became the dream, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then getting into now doing cuz you've been doing Marvin the Morning for uh, uh 3 um, months now.
1: Yeah. It's and, in September. And you you were you always post on Instagram every day, you know, before you do it. before yeah. you go? Go yeah. live. And you were saying – and I appreciate this because I – and I need to be better about this too, like sharing the the parts of the process and what goes on outside the show because I, I oh, shouldn't yeah. be doing it. Yeah. And you saying, you know, I'm really getting into it and I'm kind of figuring out that I enjoy talking, what I enjoy talking about, and what yeah, I enjoy doing, exactly. which you only find out through the, through trial and error. Yeah. And that's another thing people don't want to go through, especially you know – everyone's got this fear of failure, especially because everything lives forever. But you do figure it out along the way a hundred percent and you have to kind of go through and like the, even though you didn't have the ambition to do it like i didn't either people told me to be in radio just because my voice and i was like eh. i went out for some radio stuff but none of it panned out but yeah. i'm like okay i guess but like doing this you know finding your rhythm it's like okay i can do this and it's cool also
9: the idea that you have something that's just yours Finally, you know? yeah. I mean, you have your own space specifically, yeah. but like you but also I didn't have, have a podcast exactly. of, of my own. So I, I was, I was just thinking, you know what? I'll stay a hundred percent behind the camera. Uh, I want my clients to shine, not me. Right. You know, so, but, uh, but then I would always get asked, like, oh, what's your podcast about? I, mean, I don't have one. I just <laughs> produce it for people. Right. But, you know, you know, like Mike and Ming, I, I admired them for a long time and mm. they, they've managed to make it work where they're in front and behind the camera. So, right. like, uh, maybe I should try it and it'll be a good, uh, a good way of showing what we can pull off here for our clients. Right. You know, sometimes I want to pull up a podcast and say, Hey, this is a, a show we produced here, but then sometimes that I, I have to worry about the content. Cause, um, you know, some of the what we record is raunchy, some of what we record is a more mature audience. Mm. Uh, some of it I, there's such a variety of people that record here. Some of it is like a, a religious audience, some of it mm. and so I'm always thinking like, you know, what what push podcast can I just pull up this neutral that I know it's <laughs> it's safe to show to anyone. Right. So that's what I use my show for. It's 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 a nice way of saying, Here's what we can pull off for you. Mm-hmm. um you know and also this is me so if you like what you what i'm showing you also right. you can check that out too and i'll give you tips uh to help you with your podcast journey mm. too yeah so, which is great too yeah. because
1: you're able to offer the perspective Bingo. from both sides Bingo, which is yeah. which is encouraging to people because you know everyone's it's easy for everybody to get started, but, you know, everyone kind of has that hesitation of like, oh, what if I do it? I, I know people who've done 12 episodes have been like, it's not for me. And that's a or standard, too. Work. 12.
9: Yeah. Uh, well, three months actually is the average. Mm. Most pods enter the pod fade mode in three months. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. I get it because nobody is out of the gate. With, you know, an audience.
1: unless you're a known person, like that's why when actors and comedians launch podcasts, well, they already have an audience. Yeah, exactly. you know, for me, like when my friends and I started doing it, like we weren't, you know, comedians or actors and any of that stuff. We were just four friends who made yeah. each other laugh and just want to put our conversations out there. So we didn't have an audience per se, but said, well, let's do this as a group. And then hopefully that will attract enough people where it's you know it's it's this group of guys who are just funny these friends who are having these
9: conversations yeah. like you probably have with your friends uh, yeah on a barbershop basis. talk is what i call them totally yeah. barbershop yeah. podcast where which
1: know. is what people like yeah you know a yeah. lot of people enjoy those even though you know the, the standard i feel like the majority of you know whether you talk about like you know joe rogan or you know a bunch of other podcast or you know wtf or mm-hmm. um you know the nerdist when, when chris arduk was doing that our interview-based podcasts is mm-hmm. kind of mostly what people look Look for in podcasts. They like the long form interview. Yep. And I get that. And frankly, that's what I listen to a lot too. I don't listen to a lot of shows like mine, but that's also why I like doing this show because I don't feel like there's another show that's, that's like it. I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying, yeah, it's okay
9: to pat yourself like, on the well, back. i like, well,
1: I, have a healthy <laughs> ego. Don't get me wrong. But like, yeah. I'm not the person to just be like, my show is the only thing like it, but yeah. I, I'm doing the show. I would want to hear if it was out there, but since yeah. I didn't find it, I'm like, well, I'm just going to do a show like this. And in the same way, I like to interview people like yourself and the people yeah. I have on because I'm like, well, these people I find funny and interesting who, you know, it's not about, you know, chasing an audience or just like, oh, the Braver Studios audience is going to be checking out know, yeah. it's, it's like It's not contrived like that. Yeah, I genuinely, yeah. you know, want to. Want to talk to the people because this isn't a job for me, so I can just have fun talking to you, and we can get on a you know twenty minute tangent about Amazon and Netflix. And, yeah, exactly, and, and it's fine because like we we're not coming in with an agenda. Yeah, and yeah, I like that. So you had you originally had a spot in Clifton, right? Did, this is yeah. pre. Well, what's this in twenty nineteen? We is... talked. We did like two hours when we got together the first time. And you and I, being of a similar mind, were just like we should have just been recording this. The yeah, whole time. we should have.
9: I was thinking about having the mics ready for us, <laughs> right? But I was like, well, I don't want to ambush them with a the podcast right away. I know. And I'm, I'm glad you didn't because I do, you know, I, I do
1: need to get in the, the right. It headspace. would be weird
9: if they were just there. All right, mics are on. Oh, we're doing this. Oh, Okay. Like even walking in, I'm like, is he going to invite an audience? Like, they're going to be an audience here tonight?
1: And we're doing. This? Oh no. Okay. Good. It's just the two of us.
9: Yeah. Yeah. You know, because so, you just got to
1: get in the right frame of mind.
9: Yeah, but. and I think I had to set up for the live show. I think that's why it looked like we, I was going to have an audience. Here. you had an event the next yeah. day had an event the next day. And
1: I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> okay." But yeah, we were just like, we should have been recording this the yeah, whole time. We should have. So, we but, should have. That
9: would have been cool too. But, but yeah. Here. So, we were in Clifton for from 2017 to mm-hmm. 2021. Okay. So, um it, we had a, a very humble space. I mean, it was about this room and probably that room, and right. that was it. That was the the the, the size of the studio. And um, you know, somebody brought the building somebody just dropped a million bucks and said mm-hmm. i want to buy this entire building and it was it was a building just as big as this one mm-hmm. like all the floors uh, uh a whole bunch of other smaller businesses inside right i think um i think the first floor generated enough or was being charged enough rent that it covered actually the entirety of the building so anything oh, nice anything on the upper floors were just pocket change for whoever owned the building right right and we were on the second floor mm-hmm. so um it was also the pandemic. So he brought the building. It was the pandemic. He wanted to renovate the entire second floor and make it all for his own business. Mm. Uh, take it all for himself. And um, it was like shocking because I was like, oh, what? What? No, I, w- <laughs> I was like, ah, this is my home. <laughs> right. <laughs> it yeah. was like a Disney movie. Like <laughs> <laughs> You can't buy up. <laughs> and he's like gentrification, bitch. Yeah. And kicked you out. But no, it actually turned out to be great because he actually handed me a pretty nice check and said, hey, dude. Go anywhere. Right. It was like the magic ticket. I was like, yeah, go anywhere you want. And I was like, oh, okay. And I only went five minutes away. So, mm. but, um, yeah, so I, uh, no harm, no fault at all. I don't have any bad blood t- with the building owner over there. He actually has a podcast with me mm. too, all virtual, but nice. Um, yeah, it turned out to be great. We, we got here. It's a much bigger space. We have it to ourselves. Yeah. That building was full of a lot of rock bands, um, so, oh, uh, so it
1: was like studio space, like that, like it, rehearsal space. Like it so was that? a rehearsal
9: was like space on mm-hmm. the third floor, and then the second floor was a little more businessy. But it also, there was like a painter. There was like a a, a lot of other small businesses, creatives, mm-hmm. and I always bumped heads because podcasting you need you need science, silence, you need quiet, totally, and and every other creative <laughs> space you need <laughs> you need music, you need sounds, right, you need ambience. and mm-hmm. it's like podcasting is the one thing that you need everyone to shut the hell up for. <laughs> And you weren't getting that in a shared creative space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't getting it there. So no, we have here. We have it to ourselves. And right. Yeah, it's you got a, a lot. Better. A lot of
1: space. You got event space and you got studios. Yeah, space. we have a
9: huge amount of space. So, so. it ended up working out.
1: It worked out beautifully, which was great.
9: And he had to. He had to have written me a check because. Uh, if he had tried to take me to court, and we were in the in the in the heat of the pandemic, it was the heat right. of it. We wouldn't have gotten to court until probably this year. Mm. It would have it would have right. taken him forever to get me out of that building. So, but at least he did right by you and just said, "Oh like, yeah. look, dude, let me just buy
1: you out because I'm yeah. taking over this whole building." Exactly. Man, that's, that's cool. Yeah,
9: he had enough money to, to buy out God. He could he could <laughs> he could convince God to to move.
1: Cape two fifteen. News 12 had this thing about um, Mischief Night. Mm-hmm. And they, they have a map, which Christian's going to bring up any second now. Okay. And most of the country has never heard of Mischief Night. They do not have a name for it. They have no idea. What about Hell Night? What it is. I mean, apparently not. It's There's Devil's Night, Mischief Night, and I have no word for it. Like, there's a huge... Most of the country does not know what it is. I didn't realize no. that was such a regional thing.
2: Oh, my God. Well, I mean, Mischief Night is where kids... I guess it's because... Our parents were teaching us to be douchebags, you know, going out and TPing people's houses. I mean, were they
1: teaching you or were you just like, were kids feral back in your generation? Because I feel I, like you were kind of left to do your own thing. We were very,
2: we were, we were free range kids. Free range kids. That's, that's, it. That, you know, that's what I loved about, like, I, I went out as Mark Spitz one year. Um, <laughs> actually, no, I, I went You just walked shoes. around in a Speedo? No, I swear to God, I that that's, was my secondary costume because I went you, out. Mike. And um, went out as I forget, like fucking Spider Man, whatever whoever the hell I was, um, nerd, in one of the the Ben Cooper costumes. <laughs> um, and then I was like, I decided to hit the houses around my house because mm-hmm. it was really dark and it was like six o'clock at night. Right. So I went out in, in my like bathing suit and bathing suit, and um, <laughs> I actually put on um, the the swim fins. So <laughs> Matt, uh, I'm is, wandering it- around, and I'm like. Drink a treat. They're like, that's fucked up. That's just fucked up enough to empty the rest of my bowl into your bag for it. That's hilarious. So that was great. But you
1: must have been freezing your nuts off because it, No, it's-
2: it was one of those really weird uh 70 degree at night. It was like a, Oh, that was just lucky. Uh, or or maybe that, you know, climate, right- ch- climate change is bullshit. It's been going on since man's been on Earth. You know? who. We've uh, had we've had well it's it's true it's and I'm not a climate you know denier I know but I've t- you know we've we've had that that discussion before yes are, are we, am we I starting a lot to peel things.
10: no
1: it, no it's not starting to peel I was going to make a reference that you you came to dress as Alex Jones but yes I, uh, <laughs> yeah I've no. got
2: twenty million dollars exactly. or actually twenty nine million dollars. Shown into the lining of my jacket yeah, that, so nobody can get it. So nobody, yeah. So yeah. Um, no, I'm not Alex Jones. and I, I'm, I'm just kidding. It no, was it, was, it was like one well of those attempted. nights that, but and, I and I, you. also, you're like eight years old and free candy's free candy. You'll do totally. just about anything for it. So,
1: Well, that's fun. and that's also when you can do something like crazy and yeah. kind of get away with that. But did you participate then in Mischief Night? Because it was we a thing. We did, yeah. People just toilet papered houses. Some houses got egged, but I think they kind of cracked down on the end. Cracked <laughs> eggs. Uh, I think they kind of, Cut back on that, like over time. I don't really remember that. Well, I remember a lot of toilet expensive. paper in trees. Totally. Whereas toilet paper, especially, yeah. you know, I'm talking 30 years ago.
2: Oh yeah, was way cheaper. And it did grow on trees, literally. Yeah. So, so it wasn't a and soaping soaping people's windows. You soaped their uh, I their heard car that, windows. But I never actually saw it happen. Or or you grabbed um, shaving cream. And you put it on people's oh, windows.
1: Yeah, see that—that's not a.
2: And idea. barbasol and easy, is easy to lift. It's even now, too. exactly. Even now, barbasol is like a dollar a can. So back then, it was yeah, like inflation proof. Yeah,
1: I know. It's um, people Don't need figure. to shave, damn it. Well, no, probably because everyone stops. Everyone's got a beard now, so maybe that's why it hasn't gone up in price. Well, I I'm like my what? Eyes. Uh, you and I are like the only two ones. out of like eleven people who that's shave every day. True. And you took a couple of years off. I did. So I there's did. that. I, yeah. But. Uh,
3: See, anyway. I think that that map is bullshit, also, because I do know yeah. for a fact in Detroit there is Devil's Night. That's what they call yeah. the the night. But before. wait a minute,
1: does there is? But well, Dev- there's a highlight on on Michigan. They have there Devil's is. Night. Yes, on that map because they pointed it out in the story as the uh, got, the talking about it. And
2: that's where the the crow was um, based, right? Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah a, there you go. Mich- Wasn't in Detroit. or Was it in Michigan. I'm,
3: I'm trying it to was remember. Was Detroit? Now, some, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Night. Michigan is yeah. highlighted
1: there. We have Mischief Night, and that's kind of it. And uh, what, there's what some is small areas where it's like other. See? Like but m-
3: here's the thing: Have you ever actually looked into Devil's Night though? Because if we think Mischief Night is crazy, Devil's Night is just anarchy. It's literally like Detroit's like version of the Purge. Yeah, it's it's one I step mean, below it's... the Purge. It is Detroit, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so yeah. let's let's be honest. It's like, I let's
2: mean, soap that car's windows. I have a better idea. Let's flip the fucking car over, set it on fire, and then soap the windows. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, yeah, there you are. That's that's the difference that's, that's right there. That's what the devil would do. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's more than mischief. Yes. Just like the show. Here at Chris Abaddon's Podcast Experiment, we are more than mischief. We're devils? Nice. nice um, we're somewhere in, somewhere in between. Somewhere in between a, a, a dead, the devil, a dead and- guitar player and... Uh, David S. Pump- or David David S. Pumpkins. David Z. Pumpkins. David. let a Pumpkin. legally distinct version. All right, good enough. David Z. Pumpkin. I
2: I'm like my it. own thing.
1: <laughs> Very much so. Cape 210 with Corey Pierce.
11: Now is that point where we all have to make that decision? We have to dedicate ourselves to this band, or we have to say fuck it. And you know, every every individual in the band has to make basically make that decision oh it was that close you you guys yeah felt
1: you were at a breaking point maybe that like this
11: could well I feel like it it was a breaking point on several levels like are you gonna you know kind of stick to your job or they're not gonna allow you to go on tour for fucking eight months straight you know what I mean like you have to start making these real life decisions basically separating what your what you want your life to be is it gonna be about this band or is it gonna be you know this sense of structure and normalcy And, you know, at the time, John was working at the New York Times. um, So he ended up quitting his job at the New York Times. Mm. I can't remember what Byron's doing. I want to say that Byron was still working at Toys R Us at that point. (laughs) No, 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 no. He was I think he might have been working at because he had a bunch of weird like he was working at working for Andy. Then he was working at BF Goodrich Aerospace, fixing tires and brakes and shit. Mm. And then he ended up working at Toys R Us somehow. I don't remember how that happened.
1: <laughs> and fronting, but, God forbid, that's a lot of range. That dude has more range and can play guitar like a madman. Apparently, so.
11: Well, I mean, you know, he did play guitar. <laughs> he had an accident when he was young. When he was eighteen, he he had an accident where he flipped his truck over and he broke several bones. So mm. he didn't really play guitar after that. Ah, like shit. he just couldn't. He he really couldn't. Um, I mean, you know, not the way he wanted to. Right. So he kind of just put that down. Got it. Um, But a lot of things happened. But that was basically the point at which, you know, um, we had to start making those real decisions. And then after that, obviously the whole Ozfest thing came up and we started seeing the band start getting that. And it was basically every peer that we had was playing Ozfest. And, you know, we're constantly in like, yo, we have to do this. Mm -hmm. And I could get into the specifics of the positives and negatives of what went on that we had to embrace in order to, to do OzFest because mm-hmm. there was several of both.
10: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> on, it's...
11: Se- on, on several levels. Um, well at that point, OzFest was, was a little bit different. Like you had to do that tour, which was 10 and a half weeks. Mm. You had to have a bus, you had to have a full crew, you had to pay for insurance you know, like you had to carry all these things that were extremely expensive.
1: Oh, so you had to meet these requirements to be part of it. It wasn't something yeah, that was inclusive.
11: Absolutely, ah, absolutely. Okay. Like that's just the way that shit ran, right? You right. know, at, the, at that point. Um, so, you know, that took a a certain amount of you know obviously sacrifice for the label, sacrifice for us, right? Because you know they just had you know they had to say okay, well, you know, we're is it worth you know, doing this, putting this money into it for you guys. Cause I mean, they have Lacuna Coil on, on that same one. Jim O'Bourg was on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was
11: that same process that process was is to my knowledge. is like, I think it's like the second biggest of all time.
1: I mean, that was Big crazy. One. Cause it was priest is black label slayer, slipknot lamb of God, Lacuna Coil. God forbid, Judas of course. Priest. Yeah. I mean, uh,
11: super joint ritual, darkest hour, bleeding through, um Otep, um, Atreyu. Dimmo
1: was on that tour, too, I
11: think. Dimmo yeah. was on. I mean, that, that was a huge, um, that's a
1: stacked lineup. So, I mean, just the idea of being included. I mean, obviously, there's more to it than just the honor of playing OzFest. But
11: it's like. Yeah, I mean, it was very competitive because there were so many good. I mean, Lamb of God, Slipknot, Hatebreed.
10: Yeah. Devil yeah.
11: Driver. And that was just the second stage. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was like unearth um darkest hour Mm -hmm. there were so many bands uh super really good bands on that tour that it was like you had to go out there making sure that you were kicking ass at all times you know what i mean
1: (laughs) (laughs) now do you think you could have done that gone out and done the ozfest tour if you weren't all happy with the way gone forever came out like do you think it was at the point where had that not had that record had you guys not been happy with it do you think you could have done the OSPES tour or you think if the record didn't come together the way it did, you, you probably wouldn't have made it that way? I far. think,
11: I think that that record had no choice but to come together the way it did because we were not going to be satisfied with anything else. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, I, I think right. that we all felt like, you know, the amount of work that just went into the writing process and the ruling it out. And like I said, all the aggravation and the real life shit that you have to get like, it had to be, you know, it's like we we were not going to put out something that wasn't what we wanted it to be,
5: mm,
11: you know what right. I mean? So, I th- I think that there was no other choice for us, you know what I mean? It was like put out something that is the best thing that we can do, or to, or you know we're just going to keep <laughs> keep trying till till <laughs> the, till it is right, until it becomes that. Like I don't think that, that there was any point anybody said we're like oh you know we're gonna skip this step and try to make it like this or do it like this like no it needs to be like this this has to happen this way we have to you know there's a lot of stuff that especially um i felt like for me was a big change playing wise because some of the stuff like gals writing on a drum machine but he would always forget that i only have four limbs so he'd be (laughs) writing this crazy stuff And then he'd be mad when I couldn't, you know, this accent was missing that he had you can't duplicate a a drum machine. (laughs) So then I had to start thinking of ways to manufacture these ideas. And they were also, they were growing as far as inspiration in different ways, getting more rock influence into their minds and 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 melodically. So it it began what I'd like to call the Corey needs to be able to play every style. Era, era you know what I mean because <laughs> they'd have like I want this part I like this Foo Fighters rocking part I want it to sound like this guy then it'd be like you know I really fucking love symbolic and we have this part we want to sound like Gene Hogan. then it'd be like oh you know I fucking love that to gates this trash part here I want to sound like that I was like who do you think I am you literally <laughs> listening you know the dudes are the best at, at, at everything that they do and you want me to like replicate these yeah. concepts All on one album. (laughs) You want me to be five of the best dudes (laughs) out there? It's like at once. You know when you listen to Slaughter of Soul, that dude plays two drum beats the whole album. (laughs) That's why it sounds the best, as good as it does, because he mastered that shit. Adrian put everything he had into playing those those things perfectly. You know, you listen to these guys that were playing these different styles. It's like they put everything they had into playing that style. Now Mm. you're expecting me to replicate. These dudes who dedicated their lives to something and do it now all on one record and be able to do all of it well.
1: Yeah, all the styles. Yeah.
11: All of the styles. And I was like, I don't know if I'm capable of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, so I just started figuring out ways to give it all that I could. And if I couldn't do it, I would try to come up with things that were more impressive than what they thought. <laughs> so that they just shut up, right. you know, essentially. I just wanted people to stop yelling at me. That's really <laughs> was a lot of my motivation. I just wanted people to get off my back. Right. You know, which is kind of terrible to say, but it did make for a lot of, you know, uh, I think more aggressive drum parts because <laughs> I was so angry and sort of defeated. And I just also really wanted people to shut up. <laughs> that I tried a lot harder for a lot of right, different Right, you channeled
1: people. all of that into performances, and it and yes, it showed up yes. on the record. Cape 202.
12: Olives are d- a disgusting Olives are delicious. That, right? you know Wait, olives, olives are disgusting? Are I hate olives. I know I you as an olives. Italian person can't agree with that at all. Catamala olives. I mean, as a man of green good green taste, pit pit I can't now, agree with that. I also disagree on... What if they're stuff with cheese? Antipasto. I've had a blue cheese one, which... Is just twice as gross because I hate blue cheese crumbles. So. Why did you right. eat it then? Yeah, what the fuck? Somebody offered it to me as was, a way that, to my get me to convince. It was Lauren who did that. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. So bad. <laughs> Wait.
1: Someone's like, oh, you're going to love this and it's two things you hate. Yep. Try it. Yep. What a terrible idea. You yeah, never
12: Lauren. know. What kind of I... cheese do you like? Well, I, mean, I hate avocado, it, so but if you mix it into a guacamole, I'm going to house it. And that's just how it works See, sometimes. Uh, I'm that
1: way. I don't like onions, but I will eat. Onion rings because you fry anything, it goes down better. Onion oh, rings yeah. are delicious.
13: Yeah. Caramelized onions, onions are on delicious anything, too though. Totally. Onions are really good. I can't my...
1: abide. See, that's why you said French onion soup and immediately like my gut started what? churning. Oh, really? I'm like, I can't do it. Uh... Even with even with an my friend is like
12: that, and then so we would have barbecues and mix onion powder and raw ground up onions into his burgers and feed it to him. And he that wouldn't know, and onion. we were just the worst people. That's um, that's mean. He is, he ate a scallion and thought he was allergic for the longest time, and he's not. We've we've proved <laughs> that he we, he doesn't know. Mike Scooch, buddy. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry, um, but
13: dogs are allergic to onions. People aren't. That's not a thing. Mm. Okay, there's lots of things you can be allergic Wait, to. So I don't
12: trust allergies as a concept anymore because I've eaten. <laughs> no, it's so frustrating. You tell. I'm allergic cause... to
13: bread. Dude.
12: Like, oh, really? Do you have celiac disease? No. Well, oh, well then. Exactly. What are you fucking
13: talking about?
12: What? Dude, Gluten I gr- bad? I grew when? up like... putting slices of bananas in all of my cereals and just like eating raw bananas or whatever. I ran fucking track. Good way to redo some whatever I need. Uh, I'm surprised there's anything yeah, left. like re yeah, your insides. Exactly. Bananas are a great source of whatever the fuck. And now I eat them. My whole mouth itches and my throat might close.
1: I... What? what, what see, let's what? talk about that. We were making some jokes on your show about getting older. Yeah. Me being the yeah. oldest at, at 40 your years allergies. old. Allergies, that's a but thing. But... It's weird how, and that happens in your 30s, where mm-hmm. a switch is flipped and it's never going off again. Like, I don't know what point I could no longer have just straight up milk. Dude. I mean, I can't. I mean, it's, and it's the lactose. Lactose free milk is fine, but like if I get a coffee and it has. Lactaid. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Best friend. I, I have, yeah. yeah. I, I have lactate. Like, that's it. But I mean, cheese this, doesn't bother this me. Is this the Ice cream for doesn't me? bother yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, if <laughs> well, not, you're no. Know, Dude, no, I love ice cream. No, ice cream is fine. For, I mean, for me, it's but, okay
0: for you. Yeah, it's just straight Same. milk. Honestly, I can't tolerate.
1: But you could be the exception that proves the rule. Fuck you! I if want you don't ice have cream. it, right. I want <laughs> ice cream all the time too. Like I said, uh, trying I to filthy. kick sugar. I'm not. If I'm
12: really trying,
13: I'm trying to kick.
12: You. Oh, no, he lives around the corner from Hoffman's in Point Pleasant, which is one of the oh, most top right. team, top tier ice cream places. For sure, have a donut place too. Oh, really? It's gone. Yeah, I'm sorry, I missed it. But dude, that that thing, it's crazy because I was on my way to record, I think here directly, but it might have been any studio, but we were on our way to record and I grabbed a muffin as just something to put in my stomach before I drink a ton of beer like we do on our podcast. Banana nut muffin? Uh, It was a banana nut muffin that my roommate made. He didn't know I was allergic, and I ate it. And then I'm on my way, and my mouth just started itching like a motherfucker. Before, I'm going to talk on a microphone. I panicked. I called him. I was like, hey, what's in those muffins? He goes, this, 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 and bananas. No. So I just slugged the water my whole way, just rinsed my mouth, spit it out the window, just try to cleanse it out. Yeah. Episode came out perfect. I fucking lucked out. Yeah. But, dude, I thought I was going to need a It's harrowing pen. when all of a sudden you're like, yeah.
1: especially when you need to go. Also, I mean, same if you had a stand-up gig. It would be the same
12: thing. Exactly. Like, this this could what, not be worth signing. Did the adrenaline push it out on me? I don't know, dude. Like <laughs> It was wild. Maybe.
13: I'm pretty sure that's how I deal with mini strokes. I, I think I've had a couple. <laughs> Have you ever just been driving and like your hands <laughs> seize up around the steering wheel? Like, yeah. You can't let go. And
1: you're worried about a milk allergy? <laughs> right? Yeah.
13: <laughs> Oh, no, dude, I, I'm set for death, man. I got one foot He's in the grave He's here for a already. good time, not a long time. Apparently. <laughs> I, I, I would love to be gone because I wouldn't have to worry <laughs> about
2: fucking anything,
1: dude. Like, <laughs> like uh, I mean, only people without problems are people in cemeteries. My right? car's I'm very in the shop right, right now. Dude, I
12: don't. A rim crack.
1: So like, is this... that's so annoying.
12: <laughs> is How does this a... a rim crack in Point Pleasant, New Jersey? That How does sucks. a rim crack in twenty twenty two? Forget
13: you. geographically. I'm talking yeah. about this era. How does a rim crack? I don't know. I wasn't driving in the deserts of the ISIS or something. That's what I'm saying. What like I'm so like, mad for you. Like I, this I'm is. I'm not bullshit. driving like a Chevy. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm driving Dude. a Malibu on the streets of I got Point ton- Pleasant. I got a and
12: 2019.
13: It's
1: like, oh, the only place where people drive a Malibu you exploded your wheel. People in Malibu <laughs> don't drive Chevy Malibus. I no. guarantee you, they do cocaine. So- yeah.
12: <laughs> nah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Listen, they, got, they got the. Best it ain't just stuff. for rich people no more. It's a buyer's market out there for cocaine. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't heard, <laughs>
12: do so, I get the gas in my car? Houses? Houses? Do I buy an eight ball? Like decisions are made in a gas station. Right. I mean, right. like, depends how fast it's you. The same gas station. Cape
1: 197. Now, one of the interesting things about just having done the show so consistently for almost two years before the break and then having the show just um, in the ether, in the Internet ether during mm-hmm. the break. It's interesting to have people who have come out of the work. And part of it is, I mean, as much as. You know, I, I joke about it, but I, I do mean it. Like, there, there is some cachet to having you guys on the show. I okay, mean, hey, for Christ's sake, we can't even get both of you on an I Sell Comics, and that is your show, <laughs> right? But meanwhile, you're here doing oh, my show, you're, so, sure. hey, you're paying clients to be honest. Well, priority. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> it's like we don't get shit for us. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. Those
0: four months you took off, like, you Mike's know, trying we, to get we, foot traffic, but that's, we, we, that doesn't mean we, as def- as... we definitely missed the money. It's, sure, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like,
1: you're bringing in so much goddamn money because your show runs so long, but. Anyway, um, I have noticed people coming out of the woodwork who I'm talking like people from recent past and people who like I haven't seen since high school. Okay. And particularly in like the Facebook friend request department. Now I don't spend any kind of time on Facebook. I'll go on there like less than once a day to just clear notifications. Okay. But I don't interact on Facebook. I share my Instagram posts to Facebook, but sure. I don't generally post specifically to Facebook. I'm not one Smart. of those people who sees like bad news and it's just like right. I can't wait to share this
0: on Facebook. Okay. But you <laughs> like, have an I ac- hope
1: I'm the reason someone found out Taylor Hawkins died. Like I'm not the person who's like, I'm gonna I, I need to go on Facebook and okay, share this. But you
0: have an account. I do visit it occasionally. I do. You and maybe even post occasionally. That's right. But maybe-
1: I have these friend requests from people who like listen, I haven't seen you since you graduated high school 22 years ago, but we didn't even hang out in high school. And now you want to be my friend or you want me to see the pictures of your fucking kids or whatever it is. And I do find it funny that, it is that these are also people who follow the show on the other accounts. I'm oh. like, ah, okay. Oh. So I'm yeah. not saying they're using me to get to you guys or any of the other
0: celibrious <laughs> guests who've been on this show. You don't need much of a roadblock. For no, that, you, you know? don't. Like, check and right. book your podcast. Literally just call up, like, hello? <laughs> yeah, this is me. What do you Well, I, I'm bored. Yeah. yeah, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm in between ponds at the <laughs> hey, moment. That's it's like really it's weird. A, I'm <laughs> bored, too. Right. let <laughs> talk <laughs> about barbecue. Hey, have you ever tried Malort? Yeah. It's a like a really fucked up phone sex hotline, but they don't pay anything like i'll pay you to talk to me (laughs) it's almost that bad yeah
1: what a weird show right what a weird fucking yeah
0: so i'm driving uh, from yeah yeah i'm driving from michigan so what yeah yeah Yeah.
4: i got i got what are you wearing what's
0: up to you yeah so you're saying it's weird that they didn't talk to you in high school again well it's now they give a
1: shit it's not that it's that now that there is a that there is a public profile for me and the show by extension because my name is in the title and i there's you know A lot of videos of me talking to these people, interviewing these people or bullshitting around like we're doing now. I just find it interesting that people are are suddenly, again, I just look at us coming out of the woodwork. And the funniest one for me was I've been fired from one job in my life. I know that sounds crazy. It should be a much higher number. But the reality is I've only actually been fired from one job.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. I guess. I mean, I guess. But
1: <laughs> I, there has to be one. And I'm okay with it. Okay. Um I worked at Whole Foods years ago. And it's the only job I got fired for wow. after, after 10 months. I know. Of all what, fucking see what happened? Or? It, well, my, my thing, I mean,
0: I don't think You're that. Right. I didn't sign thinking. an NDA. Right. So this right. is a Batman man Consistently, story. they said that's like one of the top 10 places to work, correct?
1: It is. And that's one of the reasons I actually went to work there following my previous uh job which yes. i was at for way too long where i said like i no longer respect this uh retailer and how yeah. things are run all right if okay. i'm going to work for somebody i'm going to go somewhere where i respect and lo and behold i'm getting fired for right. but i was one of five people fired that day so okay. i looked at it as house cleaning because everybody was fired for like bullshit um i was fired for attendance even though i had a flat that day, so I didn't make it to the mandatory uh, monthly meeting, okay, which was at 6 a.m. Okay. every month. But
0: that was a Tesla. So, so, did all five people not show up on time? Like, oh, no,
1: it was go. all for various reasons. I found it out the next day when I went to clean out my mm-hmm. locker, right? Um, and Ooh, I was told all these people, I, yeah, I know that was really That's high integrity, up. Right? I was high up on the, the kale yeah. chain, yeah, um, but. Oh. I find it funny that this boss who fired me sent me a Facebook friend request. Oh wow. And I'm like, the if if you had said like name 10 people you do not expect to receive. Right. It, and I am not putting stock in that. I'm just thinking sure. like the only way he would have found me cuz we've no like mutual yeah, connections yeah, yeah. or anything like that. Like I'm sure I was friends with those people at the t- like coworkers and whatnot at the time and I used to actually clear out like my friends list on Facebook because it's just like I haven't talked to this person in years and I would actually remove them from mm-hmm. my friends list. Yeah. That requires too much energy and as we said before, don't give a fuck. Right. So I don't spend any time doing it. But I did look and I'm like, are we connected with anybody? No. So I assume hey, um, that there's probably an element like there have been from a lot of people from my past. who was just like, oh, he does this thing that's really cool yeah. with people who are really cool. Yep. I want to get to know him. And I'm just no. thinking, did you not remember that you fired me? <laughs> it was just something that I was amused by. But anyway, all that to say, did you guys find people coming out of the woodwork once you had a profile, once you're on TV on a weekly basis, and oh, once yeah. there's something? Oh, yeah. Anything uh, re- remarkable about that experience Yeah, you're just like, get the fuck out. Yeah. This person's reaching out to me? The
2: guy... Especially in the social media age. All right, you know. the guy who broke my jaw when I was 16 years old. No. Oh, yeah. man. Wow. That I man. was like a leaderboard. And, like request. and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be the bigger man. And I'm like, yes. And, um, but immediately I'm like, Regretting it. So I'm like, eh, fuck him. And you know, just.
0: Was it they- back and forth? No, he's back. No, no stay, stay- fuck <laughs> him. No, he's back, stay friends
2: bro. or mute him. And every once in a while, I take him off the the muted, mm-hmm. muted list. Right. And,
0: and just to see what's going on. And I'm
2: like, that's boring.
0: You know, well, I mean, what, it again. What's he up to? Did he uh, did he anything of note, or did, no. he, do yeah. it did okay he become or? a boxer or anything?
5: No. Like
0: no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <So> he didn't, <laughs> you like, imagine he didn't. Friend, he had did his, he, his awakening while
3: breaking your jaw. Yeah, exactly. I would he ask him. Forever. I'm like, like, he end you... up going to West Point? Go figure.
0: I'd be like, bro, why are you friend request me? Do you not remember you yeah. broke my jaw?
3: Yeah, and uh, but, but but
1: probably not. It's probably it was just that you don't pedestrian that. an activity. No, you don't no, you don't know. no, so. no, no i never no, broken anyone's jaw, so I would remember. No, but, no, yeah. but
2: yeah, and I was just like, all right, uh, Missy God. Kunkel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait,
1: since the show? No, she hasn't
2: gotten in touch with me. Oh, she hasn't okay. been like cuz I don't know if she's gotten a bunch of friend requests cuz that would have been fucking awesome. She's like, I "Do you have the- any idea why I am getting friend requests
1: from people in Romania?" Listen, I seriously because we're we're in a, a a sensitive period of time right now. I swear to you, during the hiatus, I did speak to a couple of female friends of mine mm-hmm. and say, "Listen, I would like to reach out to Missy Goldclaw to see if she'll come on the show. Yeah, and they were cool, like, man. No, don't, don't, no, don't, don't ask her. Gonna, yeah. Don't like, don't even approach it. Like it's they, basically they were saying, like, is it funny? Yes. Do I know why you think it's funny? Absolutely, but <laughs> it's not cool. Don't yeah. do it. And I was like, all right. But I really I'm like, like we-, we spent a half a solid half hour on Missy yeah, we Kunkel. Did. And-, and it was a fantastic story. Yeah, it
2: was a great story. I mean, we
1: talk we talk more about Missy Kunkel than Christmas and it was oh a holiday. Oh my god, show. yeah, it was
2: a great show <laughs> about Missy Kunkel. So um Oh my god. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, she's I can imagine her being like Friend Who's request? the quest. Denied. I I, I don't yeah, know like, any. Who, I don't know some Yakov off off, but <laughs> Fuck him. No.
1: <laughs> I I honestly did wonder that. I mean, I th- probably joked about it on the show itself. Cape one ninety six, by the way, the last episode <laughs> before this one, we spent a lot of time talking about Missy Kunkel, a woman from Mike's past, which was a, a very very funny story. Like very no, funny. No, nothing negative said about her, by the way. She's
2: uh, from There's, what I understand, she's. Built a, a wonderful life for herself. Yeah,
1: God bless you. She, she Missy. did nothing wrong. You were no, the, you were I'm, the creep I'm, in that I'm, scenario. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not bringing I mean, up her name. Number, well, say, well, having you ask me and then I'm telling you her name. I didn't um, ask you like what's the connection between you and Missy Kunkel. You named her. I mean, let's be fair. Yeah. You you were just like I remember him. I tried want to date with Missy Kunkel and this is what happened. Yeah. Um, so you volunteered it and I just milked it for all it was worth because that's the kind I, of that's kind I, of host
2: I am. And I held the uh the milking pail
1: for you. So that you was did. Fun. Yeah. You did. You opened the,
2: the
0: well Missy Kunkel door. Well done.
1: Um did you have anybody who you were kind of shocked, like kind of came out of the was uh, like get the I, hell out of here? No,
0: I don't. I don't think so. But really? I'll, I'll tell a story. Recently, okay. I was a, at a con in Northern Indiana, um, next to a town that I grew up in. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, it was cool. And uh people were like, "Oh yeah, I you grew up. This. You know, you went to yeah, you went to you went to high school here. That's really cool." Mm-hmm. Anybody from your old high school come out? And like, I don't know, it'd be cool if they did. Mm-hmm. Saturday, nothing. Friday, nothing. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you know they don't give a shit. But. Uh, <laughs> Sunday this dude rolls up with his two kids. I'm like, hey, hey, hey Ming, what's going on? What's your name? He's like, dude, it's it's me, it's Louie. It's your old high school best friend. Right. From th- I, thirty years ago. Th- yeah, <laughs> like, it's I legit had not seen him in thirty years. Yeah. Now, you know, contrary to the social media he didn't have any social media or I think he might have an account but he's not very active on it. Right. Right. And uh, I was like, "Holy crap! It's so. Indiana
2: for God's sake!" Yeah, I was like, "Got you, plenty to do out like, there." Like, dude, what yeah. are you doing?
1: Now?
0: I was like, I it's teach like "All high- the
1: 3G Facebook can
0: handle." In yeah, it, right?
1: I'm kidding. We cool, love though. you, Indiana.
0: Yeah, I was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm teaching high school." And, you know, of course, I'm like, "They let you around kids?" And his kids are like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Like, yeah, like, like you know, immediately wow. we fell back into our old like Your old fucking patter, right? asshole ways. Yeah. Whiz, yeah. And we're like, what happened to this guy? And what happened to this guy? And oh, remember this funny. guy? We just tortured this guy, and his kids were like, "You guys bullied somebody?" Like, no, no, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. That no, shit no. doesn't fly in 2022. No, and this like- dude was like a foot taller than us. He was just a goofball. Yeah. He was he made it very easy we to make fun of him. Kicked him in the
3: shins.
2: Like we, like, 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 minute. <laughs> making fun of people. What? Yeah, what is this shit. Ta-?
0: Yeah, like the. Yeah, it's a new
1: era. Yeah, it's, you don't do that anymore. Yeah,
2: they're they're like Jaden Smith to you. They're like, you you
0: did what? Mm. Yeah. Is that is that like somebody's butler? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was we were trying to ju- we were trying. No, no, it wasn't bullying. We were just like we, we made fun yeah, of. him. No, no, he, it was teasing. He, he liked the Dallas Cowboys and and he yeah and he and he's just like yeah, not just, the Colts and that, the, that was
1: a problem. I can't yeah. believe I know who the fucking so that, Indiana yeah. team is. <laughs> that was <laughs> like, cool. He used crazy. to wear quarter
2: eyes and he whistled when he walked. Yeah,
1: like what the fuck are like, quarter <laughs> It's like. They'll be cool again in twenty yeah. years, kids. Stick around. By the time you're in college, people will be wearing corduroys. Again.
0: Yeah, but I really I moved away. We were best friends up until mm-hmm. I was sixteen, and then I moved away. And right. you know, there's no internet or texting or anything. Right. Like. And and you just know, life.
1: Like it's not even a conscious thing to like not yeah. stay in touch. You but
0: just, but I honestly if we wanted to keep in touch, like I could have made a long distance phone call, but like, you know, we didn't right. hang out that week. So I you know, I don't yeah, I guess like, hey man, what's this guy doing? That's so didn't do that. You could write letters, but that's so <laughs> archaic. Yeah, and the kids are like what the fuck are letters? Yeah, yeah I mean, I not for I tried in the beginning when I mm-hmm. moved, but you know, you can't, you just can't keep up. Yeah. with People No Facebook, so it doesn't work. And, right, um, so it was cool to reconnect with him. But you know, so we, cool. that, and then you know, you have I, I was at my panel, mm-hmm. it was cool. Him and his kids came, and I'm answering questions, and I'm like, you sir, you got a question? He's like, yeah, you remember me? And I'm like, what? This
1: uh, there's another dude. Yeah. Okay. And
0: I'm like, uh, what, I from when? What's your name? He was, he was, like, we're best friends in first grade. My name, my name's Mark. <laughs> Mark Michael, I'm like, holy even shit. longer ago. Holy shit, 40 years. Right. I hadn't seen the guy since I moved away when I was eight. Like oh my same God. thing. No no way to keep in contact. I was like, holy crap. So you know, he was a little taller and mm-hmm. um he had a he had a speech impediment gone. He was like a cool dude. And wow. I was like, wow, man, Mark, man. And it was funny though the one thing I remembered about him. Um besides a speech impediment, which you yeah. <laughs> prominently threw out there. Yeah, no, no, he knows, yeah he but knows. he didn't give his
2: full name like some he other knows, people um, at yeah.
1: on the panel today.
2: Right, so, yeah, I remember when that. he was
0: six, he had some kind of voice box surgery, but I guess oh, really? know, he, every it all worked out. Missy but, didn't
2: have no speech impediment.
0: <laughs> um, she
2: was lovely.
0: <laughs> but I, That's I, why I, I
1: courted her by learning the <laughs> Billy Joel record. You gotta go listen to a folk, got it, folks. You gotta it 196. listen to the story. Cape 196.
0: 196. Uh, or that I really remember so at some point during our friendship, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to him. I believe his parents like won some kind of lottery or something. Cause I came over one day, had all these fucking toys, and like they, they had all this shit. <laughs> and then um he was like, Hey man, come check this out. And we walked over to his garage and this 1982 mm-hmm. brand new DeLorean was in the <gasps> garage. I was like, What the hell is this? Wow. This is a new car that came out. I was like, This looked like the f- might as well have been that Mr. PY's fucking spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, Back like the a, a spaceship at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, check this out. And the Gullwing doors came out. I was like, holy
1: shit. Yeah. This is, fucking is, this crazy. is the
3: coolest thing ever. <laughs> hey, can we, yeah. we
0: drive
1: this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm eight. Let's do so, uh, it. I mean, it's, it was, it's fit size wise. It actually yeah. kind of works yeah. for me. So,
0: uh, you know, at Lawrence a two seater. Right. And yeah. um, we were so small that his mom was like, yeah, you, go, you guys want to go to the post office? We're like, how do we How we're small enough. Just going, you two sit in the, the, the right, the passenger seat. Right. I'll drive ride shotgun and um you know, has guns in it too yeah 1980 they don't care about laws you yeah know, you're exactly. not you are not need a belt in. It, yeah yeah, uh, yeah fucking booster seats yeah, and, people, and shit yeah exactly <laughs> we, yeah. yeah so I remember going to the post office just don't and, fall out don't and
1: op- if you open the window don't fall out that's the old yeah, rule
0: pull in and you know we swing the going doors open we get out everybody else start gathering around like what the <laughs> fuck is this
1: This <laughs> <It's a> spaceship? <laughs> it, might, it might as well
0: have been a time machine they've landed oh god and wow. it actually and was a time machine three years later
1: and, yeah. That's fantastic. That's wow. what happened.
0: Your best friend was
2: Mark Brown, Doc Brown's kid. Yeah, right. And yeah. That's, oh, man.
13: <laughs>
0: now it all makes sense. But uh, that's a very, very clear memory. And then, you know, right. uh, I guess about five years, like, Back to the Future came. I was like, holy right. shit, that's the car. Like, I was in that car. Um, yeah. Now, so uh, funny story. Those two guys. So mm-hmm. Mark, Michael, I would I loved going to his house because he always got the cool toys. Right, right. And um, I don't know if you remember, there's an episode where you have the big track. Yes. It like uh It was like the big track was a, a tank, uh, motorized, battery operated, like a tank. From the days where you could you could program it, to, you know, go forward four steps, make a left, make a right, go oh, backwards, cool. like dump dump the cargo. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember he got that. I thought that, I thought it was the fucking coolest thing in the world. Could, it took a dump on your rug. It took a dump <laughs> yes. on my rug. Yes. So that <laughs> like was one of the things. Yeah. Uh, it's the comp- only reason I remember <laughs> Mike, or, that was Mike. right? And uh, like a lot of the toys we feature on Comic Book Bank, including that one, like we got, we featured on the show, which was right. cool. It's uh, so Louie from my high school best friend so i didn't my parents didn't give me money like mm-hmm. and i was too young for a job <laughs> so i i you know the, whatever comics i got were were ones i i, I uh, people either gave to me Right. or i, I maybe was like trash. hey hey this is cool can i have this Yeah. So, oh. you know but he i remember going to his house mm-hmm. and he would have all the batman trade paperbacks he had uh, like all the archie little digests and shit but that was where i read dark knight returns i'm like dude what is this he had the, the it had the cover the frank mill right, cover the big right. hulking uh batman I'm like dude what the hell is this like dude read it this will change your life like much <laughs> but very similar to kevin's story mm. but um but yeah he had uh that daredevil he had all all that it, like just piles of trade paper and comics in his room so in in their in their family minivan it would be a pile of comics so we'd, we would have something to read as we like went to wherever we were going the bathroom so that was a big influence, like both. You drove guys. to the bathroom. Yes. Holy Christ! It was a long way away. <laughs> it was yeah, so <laughs> a big track. We took the Delorean to the bathroom. But you know, <laughs> as I sat there, it was a bath. It
2: was an outhouse.
0: Yeah, that's back in 1883. Sending you back
4: to the bathroom.
0: As I sat there and looked, at those guys I was like, holy shit! Like those two guys were huge influences. Right. In what oh would yeah, happen they were. On and my they life. showed up.
1: That's the craziest. Thing yeah. That so came it was out, cool
0: getting mad. a photo that's with crazy. both of them. Right. I was like, these are two like very very influential in my life. Like we. Mm-hmm and they pr- they probably didn't realize this, right? Watching the show, mm-hmm. or, and 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 I didn't I didn't I had forgotten all that because I just hadn't seen these guys in so long. Right. What a huge impact they had on my life. Did you get so to thought, tell them that? Oh yeah. When oh, you were yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, I told yeah. the the panel. I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? You know, if you're watching, like, you know, you stick with your friends, man. Right. Like, you know, good things might happen. So
1: that's something that, cool. that comes with age. I will say that the appreciating kind of the things sure. that were oh, yeah. that actually were like kind of um like mile markers along the way Um, when you realize like wow that really was important or or meeting that person turned me on to this or you know different things like that because people come that's the other thing is over time people come in and out of your life and you know you kind of remember like oh wow that's right that was the person who i you know i I went to this concert with or you know they they loaned me this cd or something like that where it's yeah you you don't remember the feelings
2: you remember the experiences yes which is really weird but those when you remember back to the experiences, you remember the feelings again. And you're like, mm. it's kind of like, it doesn't make sense, but
1: when you experience it, it'll make right.
2: perfect sense. And, yeah.
1: and I know with the DeLorean thing, this is going to sound really hokey, but right. like seeing those guys mm-hmm. literally transported you back in time, because yeah. you're like, I remember this so clearly, but only seeing them and talking about it brings that memory back. Yeah, like it's yeah right, because I just didn't, be. I hadn't seen them so long. I, right. Just, I gave them no think thought, it, really. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh my God. Did you
3: ask them if they still had the car? Or if
0: Great question. There? So I was like, dude, whatever happened to that car? Like, We still have it. It's still in the oh, garage. They barely drive wow. it. Wow. I thought awesome. it would have been awesome if like, one day, I'm like, hey, can I buy it if they sold it to me? Like, what a weird full circle moment that would be. Cape 205 with KP Burke. So, at what point do you say, like,
1: I'm going to do this? I'm actually going to get up and see if I can do what it is I keep saying I got to do.
14: Well, it's a, it's a fair question, man. And I'm, like I said, I am super dumb. So, again, I didn't understand that stand-up was a thing. Welcome to the family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh, but I didn't understand that stand-up was what Weekend Update was. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I didn't really understand that. But I was like, oh, I'd do Weekend Update if I got on SNL. Or my uncle Paul was like a super funny guy in our family. He'd get up and speak at like family events and stuff. And he would roast whoever it was. He he would just he was a joke <laughs> machine. Um, but he was always so funny. I was like, oh, cool. When I get older, I'll just be the Uncle Paul at our family events. So and meanwhile, I so and then I worked at a um the summer camp we would put on the campfires or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would literally write that week i would sit down and write jokes it was a jeff foxworthy really style thing of uh you might be from camp lewis if and it, they <laughs> called it that i think they called it the kevin burke experience was what it, and so nice but i used to go up there and I, I was just doing stand-up in front of people and i never knew it i was fucking dumb i was like oh that's kind of yeah this is like a fun thing i can do here to do that and then uh eventually just realized okay that is stand-up you've been doing you've been tinkering with it for a while and then um it kind of gave me a leg up, I think, when I started because I wasn't afraid of crowds as much. Mm. You still get scared shitless as soon as they put a spotlight on you. Yeah. But this one, I maintain this too, by the way. I've been doing it for 10 and a half years now. And I'm not afraid of spotlights anymore. But the spotlight at the Jacksonville Comedy Zone, the first place I ever played, when I did it a couple of years ago, you know, with, with so much more under my belt. And that spotlight still scares the shit out of me because it's just too bright. You know what I mean? <laughs> so right. I was like, to start off with that, I was like, how the hell did we ever get through this, man? Like, I remember yeah. my knees buckling underneath me and I thought I was going to pass out. And then you get that first good laugh and then you feel good. And then, of course, it was my first time on stage. So then mm-hmm. everything else is tanking from there. I think I got like the next one bombed. Then I got a good laugh on the next one. And then the next two bombed. and Then I just ran out of steam. I was like, all right, so I'm uh, uh, I'm done. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody was like, "Oh, cool! So you did really good, man." I was like, "Are you sure?" Because I fucking
1: <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Like, yeah, yeah. Because you're you're just in your head the entire time, just like, "Oh my god, this is," you know. Did you feel more comfortable because you played in bands? You know, I've never had a thing about getting up in front of people. Mm-hmm. I want to say probably because I don't have that reluctance. Um, I don't know where that comes from. I this is going to sound really cheesy. I swear <laughs> it's true. I swear. So. When I realized there was something to I'm going to create something and put it out there, regardless of whether or not anybody gives a damn, was the first year. Oh God, this is I've actually never talked about this, but because it relates and it's something that, you know, it's it's hard to deny. This was part of the evolution leading right. literally up to this very show we're doing. Third grade was the first time we had show and tell. And as far <laughs> as I was concerned, I didn't have anything cool. To bring in and show anybody. So what I decided to do was. I am going to take some eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper. I'm going to cut them in half. The bottom third basically. I'm going to write a story. And then the top half. Top two thirds illustrate for that page. Nice. I like this. Draw a cover. Staple it together. And read the book to the class. I made this. Is what I did. That sounds really cheesy for like a nine year old to do. Like something like. I don't have anything cool. So I made this. But. It was me just kind of writing something, getting up in front of a classroom of kids who are cruel. You know, kids are assholes anyway. Eight, nine-year-olds. Pretty be, bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and reading it and getting laughs. And what I so I took that cue and said, I'm gonna write the next one. I'm gonna write in like play form. Like I remember you used to read plays in class in elementary oh, yeah. school, and it'd be character, colon, and then the line of dialogue. I was like, I'm gonna do that with the next one. And I was like, I need three or four people. I don't remember how many it was, but it was just like, I need a couple of this people. Is, and a bunch I, of hands go up. nine, you're doing Yes. This shit? Wow. It's, we, it's weird to talk about now because it's something I just did because I didn't, I didn't think anything of it, but I wasn't inhibited enough where I said like, I can't get up and read something I right. wrote to everybody, <laughs> but it's stuff like as an adult, you with insecurities and everything, you would think, how the hell did I actually get up and do that? And. A bunch of hands went up and I'm like, okay, cool. And I did that for a couple – I mean I didn't do it every single week. I did crank out a book a week as a kid. That would have been really impressive. But I, I kind of wasn't afraid to get up in front of people and that was the first instance that I can point to and say, okay, this is something I was all right with. When it came to playing music, I was insecure from the start just because it was a newer skill. And when it came to singing, I was way nervous because I didn't uh, – endeavor to become a singer in bands, but just, I didn't know any singers and nobody else in the band wanted to. So Uh like, I guess it'll be me. So I ended up fronting a lot of bands playing guitar and singing. And, um, I hadn't really felt okay about that. Even, even getting up and singing in front of people until I took some singing lessons just on the side. When I was in school, I went to guitar college basically, um, out in Hollywood. And, um, I, uh, took some singing. I took voice lessons in addition to my guitar courses. And after 10 weeks, the, um, the vocal coach just said, well, I'm doing a performance for all the students who are finishing up in this quarter. You obviously don't have to do it, but you probably should. And of course, I'm way nervous and everything. And but I did it. It was just cover songs. You're literally just singing to karaoke tracks. You weren't getting up with a live band or anything. It was just like a recital. And I'm the last one to go up. I'm seeing these people who've actually been studying who are there full time. Because <laughs> nothing doing...
14: intimidates you more than seeing someone very good at it. Exactly. Then you feel like you're going to be exposed as a fraud. And that's it. And yeah.
1: I'm like, I'm not even here for this. I'm just trying to get, be a functional singer because I'm just a rock guitar player. Like, if I could sing rock mm-hmm. songs, like, that's fine. I'm just looking to be a good utility player, like, you know, <laughs> like we are kind of saying before the improv guys. And so what uh, What happened was all the people who were there to get graded went up. And that's just like, and we have another performer who has been taking lessons with me and Chris Abala. And then I come up on stage and – the funny thing is I wasn't nervous as much as people have that kind of thing. And, and despite the fact I'd never, you know, I'd sung songs in front of people. But like now I'm getting up with three sets. I also have the security of having a guitar in my hands. So I had something to do. Now I'm standing just holding a microphone in front of people. And I'm like, uh, like it's a completely different experience because I can't default to well, at least I'm strumming chords. or I have something else to do. Now I'm just standing there and a group full of people who actually are trying to do this thing for a living, mm-hmm. looking at me, judging me. And I was incredibly calm. My stage pattern was good. I mean, I, didn't, I don't remember it at all. My teacher told me about this afterwards. She was just like, you were really comfortable on stage, more comfortable than my students. You kind of black out, right? And yeah. And I I don't remember what I said. I was, I got it there and I was just calm. I don't know where that comes from. All of that to say, I don't know where that comes from. And the idea of getting up in front of people, I'm okay with even doing this. It's just like, well, I could sit and host.
3: Cape 201. Spotify... I is could, I no worse show, than I should show you a statement of mine from like some of the stuff that I've. We'll just anecdotally gotten... tell us
1: like what it is you've got. For the streams. Oh, I've, like
3: I for the, for the Christmas album yes. that had roughly like two or three thousand total. Mm-hmm. I got mm, let's say a dollar fifty. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and that's for a that's wow. for a quarter, right? They pay quarterly. Oof. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, see, that's nothing, and that's why I've said it forever. But now it's more important than ever. Like, If you want to support a band or an artist, buy a ticket to the show, buy some merch at the show, or buy from their official web store or Bandcamp. I've been buy the talking CD. about Bandcamp for two years. Yeah, buy the CD. Like Christian's got his Christmas album. You can buy it. You can buy it on Bandcamp. You can buy a, a CD version through Shopify is what
3: uh, you use? I use uh, something called Trapstar. So it's it's basically like you order on demand. It's 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 order on demand. Oh, right, right, so right. like okay. you order it, it'll ship one right to you. Gotcha. So I don't have an inventory, although mm. I should have one. Just, just to you have. should.
1: I mean, I want a copy, physically. So just you should print up like a hundred and just have them around. Yeah, because people are gonna roll in, and be like, "Oh, you did a Christmas record."
3: We're gonna do a deluxe version this year too, because there's some <sighs> other songs that never saw the light of day that I was listening to recently, and I was like, "Ah, oh, some of these." ideas aren't as half bad as i thought because in the haste of making the record i was like all right cut that bitch cut that bitch bitch." (laughs) (laughs) it is when you're putting together an album
1: i mean i'm doing of these playlists i've never officially made an album but you're kind of like yeah this needs to go yeah this needs to go you you have to trim the fat yeah trim the fat kill your children whatever you want to call it cut that bitch (laughs) (laughs) you need, to, you need to make a clip out of him saying that. <laughs> cut that bitch. Cut that bitch. Oh, that's going to be his ringtone
7: on my phone. Every time I get a, a message from Christian, I'm just going to Cut that moralized. bitch. Cut that bitch.
1: Yeah, cut that bitch. It's going to be awesome when I'm standing in line at the grocery store. A message from Christian. Wait, hold on.
3: Abalo, cut that bitch. You heard me. I'm your ringtone. Cut that bitch, motherfucker. Stop laughing. You're ruining it. Everyone, just be silent for a second. I'm recording Abalo's ringtone. So we're doing drops. All Here right, go. everybody, be quiet. Abalo, this is your boy, Christian. Cut that bitch. I mean, pick up the phone. I mean, cut that bitch. Or, or either or. But cut that bitch. Pick up the phone. Cut that bitch. Pick up the phone. And scene. Cape 213.
10: When I'm working, I'm just like focused. Yeah. Same. Hyper yeah. focused. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I'm like,
3: I can't. So it's yeah. bad. Same. Like
10: sometimes I'll be in the middle of an edit and it'll I,
3: I'll start at like, let's say two o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then I will not look at a clock again for hours on end. And then I'll be like, oh, I'll take a break. What time is it? Oh, it's 2 a.m.
1: Yeah. Same thing. I will literally sit in front of my computer to cut video for the show and it'll be, you know, seven o'clock. I'm like, "Ah, I don't want to eat dinner. I just kind of want to get some work done. And there's a clock right in the corner of the screen. And when I'm finally like, all right, I'm, you know, I've sat back, pressed play, watched a couple of videos. I'm like, this came together really nicely. And I'll look at the clock and it'll be 2 a.m. Like, I didn't eat dinner. Well, damn.
10: Well, damn. Now nothing's open. Now it's, yeah, time well, for, now it's time for and Wawa. And that's it.
1: Well, and yeah, the Wawa is perfect for that because I'm just like, I'm going to get a sandwich and just exactly. be fat at 2 in the morning. And then just or get back a to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's it. Well, Or both because I'm just like, if nothing else, I'll put the sandwich in the fridge and that'll be you know, breakfast be at about 1 p.m. tomorrow. So
13: it,
3: it works. <laughs> like, I'm covered. Are you I, kidding me? There's been times where I've been doing a video edit. I'll get a Wawa sandwich at 2 in the morning, continue working, and then not realize... Wait, why is my room suddenly getting brighter? <gasps> <gasps> oh, <laughs> Holy shit, I've been up all night. It, it, that's a weird feeling. But it's I, – I have
0: kind
1: of um, – and it's fun too actually with all of us just being creatives kind of talking about all this, um, which we're going to – Chris and I were talking about something before the start of the show. We want to circle back to, to that later but because um, I know you definitely have something to contribute to this, this mm-hmm. subject. But I kind of like – it may not be the healthiest thing, but I kind of like being able to be that focused to just completely lose track of time. And just be that immersed in like what I'm working on, then all of a sudden I'm just like, wow, all this time passed. I realize it's not that great to necessarily let all that time pass and be unaware of it. But I do like also having that focus that's just like, I can be so focused on something because we're all kind of it's ADHD. A cr- it's a
3: creator you know? thing. Like if it was, if this was any other field, someone would be like, you need to seek professional help or totally. whatever. But anyone in the creator community would be like, be like oh I yeah, totally, I, get that. I get
10: that. That resonates with me. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. it's
3: not like Something with negative, necessarily a negative 3, 3 a. connotation to 9 a. sleep cycle, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's oh, yeah. more or less just like
1: I understand that grind,
10: that's it, yeah. Well,
1: that's why we all just kind of looked at each other with the same, just like uh huh, you
3: just even talking about it. It's like, yeah, I have blackout curtains
10: time. in my studio because I don't want to see the sun. See, that's smart. I, I, but I also I, time everything I do when I open up those apps. I have a timer app because I'm like, kind of like, let I, me keep track of how long this is now, yeah, let me keep, let me actually kind of manage the time i'm spending not for myself because i've come into right. like i'm doing more things for other people constantly and it's burning out what i like to do for myself at this point no i get it and, and that's like that's the constant struggle of being a content creator and mm-hmm. a creative and a person who and you're just stuff. a person
1: and a person for hire too yeah like that's yeah. the other thing it's like it takes x amount of time like i was speaking to somebody about uh, doing some video editing because I'm really impressed with, you know, the, my video and just the way everything looks from the show, you know, because I color correct and do yeah. all that stuff and lay in, you know, the, the audio track because the dedicated audio track is better than the video audio track, you know, and, I'll, and I EQ it before I laid it in. anyway. Um, they're like, it's great. Are you interested in cutting video? Like, what do you want for it? I'm like, Dep- honestly, depends how much video because you're tying up my computer for at least. The length of the video is at least the render time. If you want your show, that's the thing
3: that most people don't understand. Well, that's it. Not only the work that puts that you put into it, but the render time—it's it counts too, man. It does
10: because I'm like I can't work on anything else. Yeah, it's about the render time. There's a time after we're done editing. Yes, this is
3: this is the part where you put in the more you know. By, uh, yeah. Well,
1: that's also another tight zoom on his face. when He's like, you hear that, everyone?
3: <laughs>
10: that's just a general. Well, that's uh, going to be a real.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's like, well, if my computer's tied up, I can't do anything else. Like, yeah. I can't work on anything else. So, like, that time is going to count. Like, the it's pretty easy to go in and, you know, gauge the color correction. Because you kind of have your, we all have kind of our preferences or, like, the, the look we each go for. And it's like, yeah. if you want me to replicate that for you. That's fine. I can totally do it. Um, but it's also going to be the time it takes, like, again, how much video you want. If you're doing, you know, entire hours like me, well, it's minimum of an hour for render time. It could be
10: double that, depending on, you know, w- what we're doing. Yeah. What if I so, want two hours of video done for my podcast by tomorrow morning? And, and it'll cost you extra.
3: It, well,
1: yeah, you're getting right, – it's the same for voiceover gigs. It's just like if you want it tomorrow, like, you're, you're going to pay more Will for that. 10 because, bucks do?
10: Yeah. Oh, God. Um. Dude, I got a thing. Would you mind doing it for 10 bucks? I had this guy
1: who <laughs> got in touch with me about doing an audio. This is years ago out in LA. Got in touch with me about doing an audiobook. And his estimate was that it was going to be at least six hours of audio. He was like, it's probably going to clock in around that based on the number of pages, you know, based on the research you did and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what would your price be for that? And at the time, like I was desperate and I'm like, I, you know what, if I can finish this thing this week, and, you know, make an extra I, – if I remember right, I'm not going to swear with this, but I probably put up something like 250 because I'm just like, wow, if I could work no. on this this week – I know I was lowballing it because, again, you know, you it's well,
3: one, You needed the work. And, I, th- that's, and I'm And i like, yeah. if I can,
1: you know, because most people – for the freelance stuff, like most people just – at the time, it was like through PayPal. So I'm like, if I have this money in, in my account on the weekend, like, I'm good. I can pay my Verizon bill or, you know, whatever it was. I'm yeah. just like, if I'm working on this all week, that's fine. I'll have the peace of mind of knowing like at the end. And he was just like, yeah, that's, like, way too much. I'm like, you're talking about something that's going to be six hours of time. If I was straight up, did a one take, you know, that added up to six hours and never went back and edited anything, any mistakes or something like that. I was like, you're talking about $40 an hour, and that's low. Do you have any idea what union rates are for voiceover?
10: 250 right there. I mean, for – That's si- base rate. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, in theory, like, you know, one – one hour will take you six if you're really good. You know, like honestly, if especially if you're doing everything for and the not, audio editing, because these are people when they hire a lot of voiceover stuff. I mean, post pandemic it's the standard. So I'm doing a lot of that now. But everybody expects like an in house project. Like they want you to deliver a completed project. You're not just a performer. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, I can do it, but it's gonna cost you this. Exactly. I mean, you posted something on on Twitter. We're going to get back to you know the Charlotte oh, stop, um, but well, no, you posted a thing about like somebody or maybe it was Facebook. Um, someone DM'd you about an original song, and I think you quoted. Oh them. yeah, yeah. I, Go um, ahead. I don't so, want to tell your story. So
3: you. someone had wanted me to do an original track for one of whatever project they were asking for, and to be honest with you, I already lowball this stuff because sometimes I because I I know where I am as a musician, so it's practice for me. But totally. at the same time. It's still time. And it's time, and your work talent is, and stuff is worth like that. something. You do a value. Like for for example, I just put out a new song that took me like a week to make, hmm. to like Fair. finalize and figure out and do all that type of stuff. Right. Some songs, yes, I'll do in three days, but then sometimes they'll take me like a fucking month to figure right. out. Right, of course, so a week I, is a good turnaround. Yeah. Too, so I know, told this dude, to I was like. I can do a new I can do I think a whole original song for you for 150 yeah that's which I really thought was better. more than fair and this mm-hmm. dude proceeded to laugh and be like, are you kidding me yeah and I it was, was like, like a daisy
1: chain of texts of just like how outrageous that was
3: yeah like, and then I was like there's no need to be rude about it like if you can't afford it I can understand that but like yeah. let's talk don't just laugh in my face yeah and then I posted that on Twitter I was like no you're worth because like seriously it's true and I and listen. I do understand being in that position where you're like, I want this at a, I want this high quality thing, Mm -hmm. but I cannot afford, like, I'll give you the perfect example. I was in high school and me and my, one of my best friends wrote an animated pilot that Mm -hmm. we really wanted to figure out how to make. And I figured I could, like, animators will work for free, like, but like... You learn quickly like to appreciate people for their time and skill and all that type of stuff. So totally. now as a full grown man, I would never approach anything like that project wise without thinking like, no, these guys are gonna be properly compensated for especially sure. in animation where they're getting fucked left and right. Yeah. So Oh it's, especially now. It's it's, it's it's rough. But at the same time. They're getting cells for cigarettes. <laughs> no idea how true, Like, there's truth to it, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. fucking the, the truth of the matter is, is that, yes, I do understand that you may have a budget and it may not be in line with what my rate might be. Mm-hmm. But at least let's talk about it. Right. Don't just scoff at it. You'd have to realize how much hours we're putting into this shit. Yeah. Like Ming's br- Ming brought up this stupid little video that I put up to promote one of the songs I made. Mm-hmm. It took me two hours to come up with yeah. this because I had to figure out well, one, how do I make the little record? Mm-hmm. How do I make the graphic? How do I put all that shit together? It's After Effects, it's Premiere, mm-hmm. it's Photoshop. I've, to, I've spent two hours doing promos for this show yeah, just because so I'm like I I want to get it right. So and you know,
10: get you didn't even get Illustrator involved. That that'd be like the first thing. But I totally yeah. understand. No, yeah. it's
3: like it's it's just all these involved things. So yeah. it makes sense to have that rape, but, and when that kid, and and he was a kid. I I ended up finding out through like some people, and it was just a, like a like kid, some high trying, school kid, kind yeah, of. Thing. And yeah, and I and yeah. I and I I felt bad because I understood being in that position, but mm-hmm. at the same time I was like, no, let this be a lesson to you. Like, yeah, but like I mean, you don't learn, owe this kid. Yeah, know? no, I don't owe you anything.
1: Exactly. So I hate that. I used to get you know same thing back in, and this is everywhere. I'm not singling out you know like the LA experience and going out because I was out there for. You know, the new listeners, I went out there for I uh, was out there for six years, primarily do voiceover and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, there's so many people who would just approach. <clears throat> I have this project and, you know, great exposure. It's like, I don't need you to expose myself. Like I, I can manage that <laughs> on my own. I can go um, to a movie theater at any time I want. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but and at the same time,
3: to uh, Pee Wee Herman. Anyway, Oh, oh there's Mall a
1: room. nice modern joke. It's a timely joke, but uh, anyway, everybody's everyone who's nineteen is like, "Who's Pee Wee Herman?" They're also not listening to the show at all. But I know, right? I'm telling you, man, getting getting old. Anyway, something else. I see those gray Um, hairs, but I shut up uh, now. Look at your hands. Don't. He's super sensitive about this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait till you have to grow the beard longer because the neck is starting to give way. But anyway, (laughs) I, I'm (laughs) you, Chris has got tight about. it. He's like, "Shit, is that on the table?" I am Beaker now. I think it. I'm not mad at it. I kind of dig this. Actually, would you mind sitting like that for the rest of the show?
10: Me? Has ever, but, anyone yeah. ever told you that you should go into children's media entertainment? Uh. <laughs> uh, I think it's a really constructive opinion that I should give you that you probably don't know. Yeah. But have oh, you ever oh, seen God. like a uh, Blues Clues or something? Yeah. I think you could do that. I.
6: You know what? That's a good,
10: that. good idea. Exp-
1: yeah. The, just to put a button on what I, what I was saying, because we were that, that's what we were going to get to the. Um, the exposure thing and that people don't necessarily want to pay. And, you know, there's also me who like I would have done more out there, but I don't want people to work for me for free. And mm-hmm. I'm too proud to crowdfund because I just don't want to do that. And there are too many people who exploited that whole medium who I was around in L.A. who, you know, I'm kind of talk about that. I think I singled somebody out recently on the show. I didn't mention who, but a particular project where it was like, you know, you know, we can't do this without you. And literally she went on a trip to Hawaii and New York, like while this crowdfund campaign was going on. And I'm like, you want people to fund your project. But. You're literally spending huge money on vacation. Okay. Yeah. Not yes. not my way of going about it, but that's LA at Showbiz, baby. Um So anyway, oh. I uh there there was a whole lot of that. And I don't want people to work for free. And frankly, you and I were talking about a project that this this short film that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And um even the idea that you're like, you know, these people who we might be doing it with, you're like, Oh, well, you're gonna pay, so they're up for it. And I'm like, right, well, of course I'm gonna pay. you know, just that idea. It's 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 sad yeah. that that's, you know, one of the kind of contingencies for Someone's willingness to work, but it also makes total
3: sense. Yeah, oh, yeah. and and there are times, and I, and let's be honest here, like there are times where sometimes the there is it's okay for the quote unquote exposure. Where yeah, it's like if it's a huge opportunity. Oh yeah, where or or to, or
1: to network to use yeah. an news term, like to, I to work with people.
3: I won't name names, but I I produced a, a very short video series for somebody, mm. and I wasn't paid for it the first round. But then the second time I got to work with them, I was paid very well. Right. And because of that, I got so much more editing work and videography opportunities that right. I was like, I'll eat this one time mm-hmm. because I know that there's more work coming from this. Yes. And it did. And it paid out. And then that's and that's how I ended up getting that Mattel gig with with, with uh with right, Thomas right. and friends. And that was like, holy shit. Like mm-hmm. this is this is amazing.
1: But see, that's smart though, because you understood there was a, a, a trade-off there. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna I'm going to learn and and yes. get some exposure from this first wave and then kind of cash in on the
3: but second. But you have ha- but again, you have to be smart about it. Like there's, oh, without there's a doubt. it's not just like accepting any random schmuck who's in high yeah, school. Yeah, some high schooler like, who's, who's like, like, "Hey, I want to make a cartoon with my best yeah. buddy." No. Yeah. But like,
1: uh, but, $18, that's my offer. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you want to know if, you know
3: what's kind of wild though in that weird experience, I actually did meet artists that were willing to help and I recently found the old account because I would look for these artists through, like, DeviantArt. Mm, and right. I found all these messages from, like, people who were down to actually illustrate some characters. And I even found some artwork from someone who had agreed to do it. And I mm-hmm. was like, wow, that that was insane. So, And I actually reached out and I was like, I, I can't tell you how much, like, that shaped the way I, I messaged them. Uh, they were no longer on DeviantArt, but they had new promotions for places they were at now.
1: Okay, so you were able to find so,
3: them. So yeah, I found him, and I was like, I don't think you remember me, but like this really shaped how I looked at things. And I I sent them like fifty bucks through like a PayPal thing. Nice, was like that, that and that's just cool because you yeah, know cause it's like... like it it makes sense. It's like okay, it does. this is at least it makes sense to me.
1: Cape two oh seven. So, in terms of preservation. Um De Niro, kind of same trajectory, not necessarily having the, the most astonishing career these days, as much as I love him. Um, but I I would like to keep him and I I'd be willing to sacrifice let's say uh Kevin Hart. No more Kevin Hart <laughs> if we get ten more years of Robert De Niro. I've had a Kevin Hart's shelf life should have been over ten years ago.
2: Just because, once
1: again, he just does the one thing. I mean, I was trying to do drama, but it's a little late in the day.
2: Uh, I've never been a big Kevin Hart fan, so okay. All right, you'll take that one. You'll make that deal? Okay, how do you dispose dispose
1: of Kevin Hart? We have to kill him now? Well, I mean, to fulfill this, let's say the devil shows up and we're at the crossroads. Okay. And you need to, like I said, I would throw Ryan (laughs) Reynolds from a helicopter. All right, good. So. What would him, you do? Um, it's, you need to be the one to to murder Kevin Hart. How do you do it?
2: Uh, We're totally
1: getting flagged. Can we, go, can we go
2: like hiking and he uh, falls down a ravine? Sure. And he he he's a little guy. Could do happen. like 127 hour kind of thing. See his and I'll and see I'll, if he makes it. Yeah, I'll just sit there for 127 hour. I'll camp. I'll <laughs> I'll set up a little camp. His arms, you know, underneath that rock.
1: I just um, wait. Will you hand him the knife? Or will you, got, you make him use, like, a melon baller? I
2: don't Are you kidding? I'd make him chew through his own arm. Come Ooh. on. You now we're that. talking.
1: It's like, listen, you got a lot to hang in there for. You've got yeah. 90 shows. Yeah, seriously. So.
2: Hey, listen. Or you'd be start, like. Start biting. Yeah, or you're <laughs> just telling him, you know what? Dude, I don't think it's going to happen because we still want to keep uh, De Niro around. And I was talking to my friend, mm. you know, Chris Abalo, who, who you know <laughs> kind of told me that I have to
1: push you down this ravine.
2: <laughs> and. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, I understand. I was like, okay. You got okay, a Kevin I, Hart you,
1: impression? You want to give us one now? Okay, Christian doesn't have one. We can't. We can't do it. All right. How about uh, Morgan Freeman? Who would I sacrifice to keep Morgan Freeman? Yes. See, Morgan Freeman just keeps getting better and better. Age has not affected him whatsoever. I mean – in as much as he can still do kind of whatever and you're like it's Morgan say, Freeman. Uh,
2: of course but you know? uh, you're like age hasn't really affected him except that he's well, dating his granddaughter now but well, other than that What? Well, that's step-granddaughter.
1: Not, wait, for real? I think so. He's oh, I thought that was just a, I thought it was an age joke but no, no, uh, no, no, I
2: think personally something <laughs> weird. It's all there. over Wikipedia.
1: Uh, uh that's interesting. whatever. I don't know um uh, Okay. Um, all right. We don't see it anyway. Anyway. Um. To right, Morgan Freeman for how how much longer? Are you gonna have to
2: take? Uh. We got him for how old is he now? Christian. He's
1: eighty five. Is right, he really? Uh, we wow. got it see. I wouldn't have you thought get him for so. ten more years. Ten more years of Morgan Freeman. Who am I willing to give up?
2: Would you be willing to give up? I don't know. Tim Robbins. And Susan Sarandon.
1: I mean, Susan Sarandon only gets more annoying with age. She's the opposite of Morgan Freeman, so yeah, she can go. But and,
2: she's got to take, uh, she take Tim. But she got to take Tim
1: Rouse. It's like you were never legally married, but you listen. You're you're, you're bound together in, yeah. <laughs> in being sentenced to death. Uh, yeah. But I how can't. are you gonna how are you gonna do it? How am I going to do it? Um, and you got to take both of them out. Hot air balloon crash. Wow. Because because then the story is they were trying to reconcile, and then tragedy befell them. But how do you know how you would like? Yeah, shoot the balloon out with a rifle from okay, far away. Okay. I mean. You know, <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, fuck. I,
2: good. Hey. That's I a, mean, that's off the top of all right, my head, but it, all right, good deal. it sounds like a pretty solid plan. I like
1: it. I mean, not with a regular bullet with, a you know.
2: I got you. No, that's good.
1: <laughs> with the ground air missile. But still. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I, I think it has to be. Because I, I also can't recall, like, again, when we're talking about the amount of work, I don't know the last time I saw Tim Robbins in something. And that's not an insult. I'm just trying to recall... What he's been in recently? I don't know. Has and John Kuzak really done anything and, anything,
2: and you know, thrown him a fucking bone?
1: Hey, well, <laughs> he did did that Amazon series that didn't get uh, picked uh, okay. up. Okay, but I don't. I, I really Francis don't. Francis Robbins, but
2: now you know, Christian. All you're doing is humanizing this creature to me.
1: Yeah, so. we can't have that now. Not if we're hypothetically. At the to be honest, now. Uh, Dark, Dark Waters. Waters. That okay? That's right. There's that movie about the okay. VHS. <laughs> What the hell is VHS? i very. Oh, it's a documentary. Nope. Or no, it's a
2: comedy. Oh,
1: it's it's a period movie. It Takes place in
2: 1987. I see. Uh, any, any directed by it was director? directed by his
1: brother. It has to be right. His last name is Robbins.
2: Is, is it a his brother or his kid?
1: Oh, oh. shit, good question. Oh, so shot Sarandon- entirely on no. VHS. Actually, was she in it? Oh yeah, look at that. All right, well maybe they're still on good terms. Um, possibly. Okay. Well, yes. Okay, so those two would go.
2: All right, so well, that's good. Um, good for you. That's
1: pretty good. Uh, okay, so we're, we were talking about in the pre-show, the extensive pre-show, the great right. Paul Giamatti. Yes. Who is great in everything. I haven't seen Billions. It's a show I keep saying I need to watch. I've tried
2: and, to watch it, uh, but my wife is not a big fan of, like, torture.
1: Oh, really? Is it going oh, that direction? All, oh, yeah, all, I, like, all I know is— two minutes. Really? And,
2: like, yeah, she—like, uh, he— there's a prostitute that pisses on him and oh my know, God. smacks him around. So, yeah, she's like, I'm not watching this. I was like, fair <laughs> enough. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Uh, so oh, Mel can Brooks, p- can I? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm,
2: you can have, um, uh, there's one other person that I'm going to throw on the sacrificial fire.
1: Really? It wasn't enough to get rid of De Palma and Scorsese?
2: No, no. well, De Palma, Scorsese, and uh, Woody Allen.
1: Oh, get Woody rid and, of Woody. I don't know that Woody Allen has any market value. I think oh, he doesn't. In, I think he's in the Mel Gibson category where no, it's like actually, we can't get a whole lot for Woody Allen. Ryan
2: Polanski. Uh, Roman, Roman Pol- Polanski? Ryan. Same.
1: Ryan Polanski. Ryan Polanski he's Ryan gonna, okay. his, yeah, his uh, son-in-law. Yeah, son-in-law. <laughs> uh, Ryan. <laughs> it's yeah. like Ryan Polanski, Polanski needs to go because we can't extradite that son of Roman man, Polanski. Yeah. <laughs> but Ryan, we get a hold of his yeah, his his grandson. Um, so, all right, preserving Paul Giamatti. We
2: would have to give up somebody.
1: We here. But now Paul Giamatti is only 55. I know, which is he, he seems perpetually forty to me. I mean, he just I just see him as you know, I just miles him and sideways. I see, I see him, him perpetually
2: as older than me. Yeah, Like, much older. I see him like ten, like actually ten years older than me. Really? Yeah, because he just felt like that, but he's like actually like
1: he's fifty five. So he, is, is he really? Older than me. So, yeah. <laughs> well, same. Like, granted, I'm forty, but I still see him as like that type of character, like the. Not, not schlubby, but like the pear shaped kind of every man. Speaking of schlubby, you you know, know. I
2: mean, pull up that uh, picture again, please. But there you go. Who's that? Dan Schneider. Better off dead, man.
1: Oh yeah, okay. it took a Rick second. It. Yeah, we, we were talking Rick about it. better off dead earlier. The underappreciated Rick classic it. that is better off dead. Oh my god, yes. Get on a Criterion. Okay. Okay, so we well, can Paul preserve Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. We got for he's only fifty five, so it's got to be a long. This has to be a big sacrifice. Yeah, it's
2: got to be because someone we got to have him for 30s. like forty years.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. something we got to have for a long time. So
2: you got to get rid of somebody in their thirties.
1: Okay, so who do we have? Um, this Ooh, is a tough one. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna say. See, I'm cheating because I'm, I'm looking at movies he's been in, and I'm thinking of co stars. Okay, it's going to cost Edward Norton and Clive Owen. They both go,
9: that
1: but we keep north? Paul Giamatti for 40 years. Yeah, The Illusionist. I'm, I'm literally looking at his filmography, All and right. I'm like, I need okay. something.
2: So All the two I, of them I'll, go. But uh, how do they go?
1: Hmm. And you gotta, okay.
2: Two, two separate. Two separate. Live like, Owens, Two separate
1: means. Um, I gotta
2: Live Owens, I, I, I would do a break job on that one.
1: Okay. <laughs> you just want to hear it. You just have a thing for torturing Irish guys. Yeah. You, have, you obviously have a grudge about, over Irish no, guys. No, That's what uh, it
2: is. I'm half Irish for fuck's sake. So oh, yeah. God. Okay. Uh, oh, and, okay so never mind. But Ed Norton?
3: Michael Imperioli.
1: What about Michael Imperioli?
2: Oh, I, you're going to trade sacri- Michael Imperioli? Yeah,
3: I'd sacrifice.
2: Wait a minute. Dude, I just saved the fucker's <laughs> life.
3: Well, now I'm sacrificing. Well, now... For Paul Giamatti? Yeah. yeah. It's like
2: getting countersued. But that he's already <laughs> pulled two out. But you're gonna okay. You're He's got all right. He's got all right. Well, hang <laughs> out. We got to figure out. We got to figure out what we're doing. to Edward norton know. first. But you're, um, you're flushing. Difficult. I'm telling you. But you're flushing. You. We already had two that we were agreed upon. Uh, but you're like, ah, fuck it. Let me just throw in a third one
1: in there because
2: so they're now, about the same. And age. guess what? You got to kill Michael Imperioli. Figure out how you're doing it, Christian.
1: So you're saying you would take it to keep all I, Giamatti, You would sacrifice Michael Imperioli? All three of them? Yeah. No, I'm saying a one-for-one, because one, they're about the same age. No. Michael Imperioli is in no, his 50s. No, he just threw it out there. We've already killed one of them. Yeah.
2: We've got to go. All right, fine. Norton
3: I'll gets, take gets... it the fuck back. All right. You can't. Norton... <laughs> nope. It's, no it's take-back. Re- it's been... Re- hey, there's, there was never a rule You, said you have said just fired
1: back. Edward Norton out of a cannon into a brick wall. Now <laughs> you need to dispose of Michael... <laughs> Michael immediately <laughs> go to something cartoony. <laughs> so, here we go. All
2: right, Michael Imperioli is... We're, we're taking a page oh, out of The shit. Sopranos. We're taking him down to the fucking Pine Barrens, and he's having a little hunting accident. <laughs> oh, all right. You're going
1: hunting with Michael Baker. Wow, that was heavy.
2: Yeah, sorry, Michael. I saved your ass. And Christian, Christian put you, threw you on you right block. Yeah. Christian threw you right back in the fucking brimstone. He couldn't wait. Holy equal, shit.
3: equal,
2: okay. No, there was no
1: equal. We already had him. We all had right, him, and right. you just had to up the ante. Good Lord. Cape 198. Last year the show grew exponentially and fulfilled a lot of the promise that I had for it and went even above and beyond that. And I was just really happy with everything we did and everything that we did as a group, the contributions of the four guys, which I know I'm basically verbally sucking you guys off every episode, but it's the truth. Like the four of you from a shared universe have given us so much that we didn't expect. And I said it on last week's show. It's like you guys were the pieces that we didn't know we were missing. This was a dream. As much as myself, Ryan, Andrew, Jack – has have been doing this since 2010. You guys have literally, like, this has leveled up because of you guys. Because we didn't know we needed, you know, we had other friends who would come in and out of the show, the old show. But you guys have just brought this up to another level where it's just like, oh, now it's, like, yeah. on. we have uh, come
7: a long way from
1: sitting on Andrew's apartment floor <laughs> to yeah. <end> the show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. With karaoke microphones <laughs> yeah. because that's just, we didn't know how to do shit in 2010. You should do and the technology just
3: was like that for old time's sake. We, yeah. You know what's
1: funny? Ryan's mother said this a couple of months ago. She was like, I wish you guys come back to that um, because the run for most of 2012 and I think the tail end of 2011 we did at Ryan's parents' house, the basement, which is a finished basement. And that's where we would be. I told the story last week about us trying ghost pepper sauce at like one in the morning or something yeah. like that. Because we used to go to the Walmart in Lacey because it's 24 hours. So we do a show at like, I don't know, we finally start at 10, 11 o'clock. And at <laughs> 1 a.m., let's get snacks. So we'd go get a bunch of snacks because Walmart was open and we'd eat like pigs. And that's when we started all gaining weight. <laughs> that's when it started to stick. Let's put it that way. Um who knew eating junky food at <laughs> all hours in the morning doesn't promote weight loss.
7: Yeah. 2012 was bad.
1: 2012 was really bad. We all got <laughs> fatter and the wheels started coming off the show. But that's something else that I'm talking about. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, his mother actually said, like, you guys should come over and, and do that again. Like, she never heard the show, like yeah, never paid attention. But I think there was she, a comfort. She heard. Well, she heard. Like, <laughs> she got comfortable. From upstairs. In as much yeah. as sound travels. Right. But just the idea like that we would gather in the basement and just do this. She was like, you guys should do that again. I'm like, we should, just for the fuck of it. Yeah, why not? I mean, look, we have an outlet for it now. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll obviously release it. Um, Although we should set up a cam or something just to have. Yeah. Um, But... It's, it's uh, always open. It is. I know. So we might do Let's that do just for shits and gigs because I'll just take my home studio and, and transport it there. I'll but be, um,
3: I'll I'll still join you for that one. I'll roll. Done. Through. Yeah. I'll be Dude, like, you're in. You're you're been like, invited. Yo, you guys good? are
1: in as long as you want. And that really is the the flattering thing about the show, because a lot of people who were on the show last year. I think I started saying this before and didn't get to it. Shock of shocks. But um, basically, everybody who was on the show last year as guests and everything, they all want to come back. They're like, anytime. Just let me know. Like, I'm in. And that's why even having yourself. You shouldn't yourself, be surprised, man. But I'm You guys put on a great show. But I'm flattered by it because it says a lot. Like, there was a whole – and we've – again, this is something else we've touched on in bits and Pieces. But I realize there there are new listeners. A lot of people checked out the show during the extended break. So if you haven't caught up on every episode, then just for a little bit of context, um, it's one of the things where, you know, when we started doing the old show in 2010 and 11 and 12, those first three calendar years in particular, it was – you know, we didn't have metrics. We didn't know if there was an audience. We didn't know who was listening. And – I don't think I'm saying anything, anything out of school by saying, like, Ryan and Andrew in particular kind of felt like, is anybody even listening? Like, they kind of wanted the reinforcement that we're not just jerking off. And I understand that. Like, I just want to do it because it was fun. I just want to get together and bullshit with my friends. And I just said, like, this is fun. Like, we got a good thing going. We have a rhythm. Like, our, like you said, the four of us have this dynamic. And it's just there, and it's rooted you, in our you, friendship. It's not something just, that we, we're not a boy band where somebody put us together.
3: Exactly, you know? it is so rooted in just because you guys know each other and ha- very very well. Mm. But it's so funny because it's that's the type of thing that people will come into a podcast and try to create in five episodes. When oh, I'm like, God, yeah. dude, this takes time. Yeah, like you got to commit to this. But if you put in the effort, you not only will make. You'll have a great time fucking doing it. You will make memories for the rest of your fucking life. Oh, yeah. Like, you have things that, like, will be the funniest thing to show your kids when they get older. Yeah. Because I bet there's some things that you don't want them to find out on their own when they get older. You're going to be like,
4: Dad, what's this one episode of Cape?
5: (laughs) (laughs) What what did Uncle Chris
1: mean when he was saying, fuck you, I'm not gay, in that really low-pitched voice that sounds like Daddy? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> he, knows. he knows. He's bored, though, because now he's on his phone. Now it's time to wrap up the show. No, but it, but it is one of those things where, like, the, not knowing, like, are we just doing this for us? Is this kind of just for fun? And for me, that's kind of where I was. I'm like, well, we got a good thing going. Let's just keep doing it. And didn't know at the time. It's only something that, you know, now it's been almost 12 years since we started doing it. It's like that the first – few years of you know the only podcast that matters. it really is a time capsule because if it was ever going to happen at that point in our lives that was the time when it could have happened and it did thankfully because now we can go back it's just like andrew was married but this is excuse me pre-kid um you hadn't even gotten together with your now wife at the point we started that jack hadn't i mean it was three years out from meeting his now wife so there was it was a whole like era that at least is documented in some form because we we're having conversations about what was really going on. It wasn't just about our personal lives, but just the world at large. I mean, talking about Occupy Wall Street, you know, like yeah. why does bag everybody dance. love Lil Wayne, you know, and shit like that? Like that's stuff that now. <laughs> what
3: would you just say? The-
1: Deutsch bag cast. That was, yeah, um, that was, yeah. Re- remember I, I had alluded to like Jack kind of just wouldn't say anything. I compared him to wallpaper because he was just kind of in the room, but he didn't say shit. They, we We were like eleven episodes deep. And I think it was the twelfth one called yeah. Deutschbag cast, where Jack had he this exploded. really this exchange with this girl who he was kind of dating kind of not, who drunkenly texted him and instead of douchebag called him Deutschbag. And it just became a thing. <laughs> like that's that's up there with like Durf. Yeah. like that oh my like God. that's in the pantheon where it was Dwitch so, bag bag cast is episode 12 of the only podcast that matters if you want to go back and hear people at the end it, us from 12 years ago all of us in our 20s yeah talking about this and shit this it's really funny Jack came out of his shell on oh the absolutely show. yeah he and really did.
7: goes i find you somewhat attractive and he goes i find you somewhat drunk
1: yeah <laughs> like ja- <laughs> like this is the first time jack
3: <laughs> you, you can laugh out awesome. loud dude it was go awesome ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the first no, time like, what
3: a fucking great response yeah Jack just fight. snapped it off dude he was this, like, just, I find you oh. somewhat
1: drunk this is where that part of Jack kind of came <laughs> to the surface <laughs> Frankly, like it really dear, did I don't give a fuck uh, yeah. Oh, yeah I'll never yes. forget uh, this,
7: uh, that yes. exchange yeah. that
1: was that was a huge oh, moment of growth for Jack God. where like he had this outlet and he fucking ran with it for all it was worth for that episode like, yeah. that was where Jack really started to kind of come into his own because before that he was kind of I'm not saying meek is an insult but that's probably the best way to describe him he was just kind of like you know like I'm here, yeah. yeah, and that's kind of it. Like he wouldn't say much. At least he was shy about being on mic. But at that point, it was just like, oh, it's on, you know. Yeah, he he, he threw down for that episode. He did. And he's and that's like, hi, oh, my, my name is Jack, and
8: I got some shit to talk about. Yes, <laughs> right out
10: of the gate,
1: it's really really funny. And I, uh, there's a couple episodes please, I would like to go back please
10: and please send to listen me a link to. to that oh, episode. dude, yes. I will because it's <laughs> I need to listen. It's gold. Cool. And again, you
1: we're 12 episodes in at that point, but you it th- all this is here already. Yeah, because we've been doing it. On a weekly basis since t- 2008, so two years before we it. the original concept was like we're gonna well, let's make a movie.
3: It's your Muppet show,
1: and it, dude, I'm Kermit. I'm telling you, like I really have gathered all these people from all over the
3: place. <laughs> you just you don't even <laughs> to know. sing and dance and make people happy. no
1: millions of people happy. <laughs> that really is my thing. Like when you watch the Muppet movie, you'll <laughs> be like, holy shit! I'm telling you, when we're watching the Muppet movie in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I'm coming him over for, the for the first that time. One. Yeah, you're totally coming over for that. Like, and they want you there. But you know what it's like to show people a movie for the first time and be able to watch them it's react to it. great! It's gonna be great. I mean, you and I are gonna be fucking crying on the love seat. Just not. Like.
3: <laughs> nah, I, 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 I'm just, just me. Probably just you. I'm All gonna, right, I'm gonna try
7: uh, not I'm gonna to content. cry. I'm just gonna try not to cry.
1: I'm not. It's my fucking house. I'll do what I want.
7: Well, and if you're gonna cry, then I'm gonna cry. All right. And, you know, because I'm a. Fan. And then
1: Jack's gonna cry because Jack's yeah. a fucking sad. And then everybody's too. gonna cry. <laughs> It'll be great, and we'll tell it, nobody. But then
3: it's okay because then Grey Muppet Caper will just make you laugh in two years. Oh my god! Or? Okay, and it's one of those things
1: where just like when I tell you, like when I look at the Muppets, I'm like, see, this is the kind of shit we I expected us to be doing. You'll be like, I get it. This is why you kept being a fucking asshole and pushing us to keep doing shit because it's just like, oh, you were thinking we were going to go in this direction. Got it. Um, but anyway, it, it is super flattering that. You, I mean, you were so excited. Like, when I told you, like, hey, man, I want you to be in the first show back, you were like, I'm so fucking in. Like, you were way excited to be part of it. And Ming came back from Michigan, and Mike literally moved plans around to make themselves available for Cape 197, for the first show back. Which really, like, I, I don't – I still don't know how to handle that. And look, I didn't watch Comic Book Man when it was airing. I've gone back and watched it since coming to the studio because I'm like, these guys are my friends. I want to see what they were up to. But just the idea that these guys are, like, making time for – this is still like like there's a part of me, I've I literally have talked about this in therapy, just like I can't get my head around this because there's so many things since I was 16 and started playing music. Like so much shit I tried to throw at the wall and get it to stick, that the fact that something's actually happening and then I'm getting this reinforcement, I almost don't know how to handle it. And that's something that I'm actually trying to figure out. Like, how do I do this in a way that's like, I mean, it's not that I'm not appreciative because I'm talking about it right now, but just the idea of just like. This doesn't feel earned. I kind of don't know why it's happening. Yeah, I I think that's what it is.
3: It's a real fucking thing.
1: Cape 200. Primarily Instagram and TikTok. I've been putting a lot of energy into sharing reels on Instagram and TikToks, I guess they're called, on TikTok. Just the one-minute videos, which it's just a lot easier to get views on them. Like, I could put those out and get a couple hundred views, whereas I could take a funny eight-minute segment, trim it down to a four-and-a-half-minute video, and it's just not getting the views on YouTube. It's actually, a lot of the times, they'll get more views on Instagram just because shareability. Yeah. You tend to get more views. YouTube's
3: algorithm and with, with stuff like that is kind of exactly. screwy. Exactly.
1: And I have friends who do YouTube and who've done it like as a, as a main source of income for the last couple of years who've noticed the same thing. Like, my numbers have just gone down. I'm not getting nearly the views. People are complaining about that on Instagram, too, because you know the algorithms for these apps basically change all the time. So I thought... I'm not getting YouTube views, which is why during the hiatus, I was putting out two to three reels slash TikToks a week. Yeah, because a lot of funny one minute <laughs> segments there's a lot of really great. There's a lot of gold. moments. Yeah, there really is. And I'm like, I could just put these out there and rack up a couple hundred views. And of course, then I saw the now low numbers go up and up and up during the hiatus. And I said, all right, well, people are checking out the show as a result of it. You know, the best of numbers kept going up from uh, 2021.
3: Well, it's also super easy to blow up on TikTok. Like, it is. That's what I mean. I
1: could put up something short. and It's, it's going to get two to three hundred views. No yeah. problem.
3: I put up a video of The Secret Stash just mm-hmm. from one of the first shows that we did, and that hit like uh, either a 1,000 or roughly around that ballpark in like four or five hours.
1: Oh, the video you did, so just a quick sidebar, uh, the TV show Unsung did an episode about yeah, Christian's then, father, about PM Dawn, and Christian did a little video about that, yeah. Explained it to everybody. Somebody oh, had, yeah, I legged it on YouTube, yeah, he put a I, link, and- what, I got like thirty thousand hits or something like that, that day like one. Did it really yeah. see that, And that's the crazy thing; it keeps climbing. Like the, I, I didn't know. I, I kind of didn't ask you about it, but I also know for you, if it's on, if if we do it, it's on the table. And oh yeah, it was in the show. So th- your brief story about how you used to carry Jagermeister in your jacket.
2: Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That
1: that hit like fifty five hundred views oh, in, in the first day, awesome. and I was just flabbergasted. I'm like, this is the
3: fucking video because oh, someone's using know. that shit for tips. They're like. That's Probably smart.
1: Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of people who are just Jaeger enthusiasts. Like, there's a subreddit about Jaeger <laughs> exactly. That's like, this uh, fucking book <laughs> man Holy knows shit. what he's talking about.
2: That guy's not a fucking idiot. Holy and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, he's he on
1: a, to something. He was my least favorite, but now I yeah. think this guy has the right idea. He's got a brain in his head after all. So I was like, because you don't know. That's the thing about putting out all these clips. That's why it's kind of a volume based thing. You don't know what's going to take off. You don't know what people are going to click on or share or find funny. And I couldn't believe it. like within an hour I had a thousand views, and then by the end of the day it cleared five thousand. And I'm just like, that's nuts. I hope Mike. I mean, I know you're obviously open about you know be, being an alcoholic and everything. And we talked about it it's, during the show. I, I love so how everybody's
2: like, you're really open about being you know
1: an alcoholic. Well, that's uh, yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs>
3: like, yeah, you're, you're, you're say, really open like, you're, you're Christian, about. Christian, you're a fucking
2: uh, drunk, an Zapsic, man. and you know, that's, that's perfect Christian. Point. Mike's <laughs> an alcoholic. Is he really? I'm, I'm saying no it no like you're not
3: in the room. Seriously, don't don't say anything about it to him. I don't think you know. I say nothing? Now, I'm Mike, Christians aware. mixed. You know, it's like saying something very obvious. I'll, I'll, I'll let the... Hey, guys, don't <laughs> say nothing
6: to Mike.
1: Yeah. Pops don't tell anyone. Kermit's got a date with Lady Holiday. Uh, I, <laughs> I had to do that for you.
6: <laughs> You're welcome. Kermit's
1: Christian.
3: got a date with Lady Holiday? <laughs> Wait do I tell the guys <laughs> in the band? Yeah, here we go. You started it. Anyway, I did, but I love it. See, I even that's... got that
2: reference. So. Did Good you?
1: Deal, of course. <laughs> Good man. See, Mike's absolutely a <laughs> man of and taste. I don't care what the testy fans say. Anyway, uh, so... Neither do I. So, they can, again, that's right. make me laugh or suck, suck my dick. dick.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, you've got, now you've got the name of the episode. Make me laugh or suck my dick. I mean, there could be no better name for Cape 200. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Exactly. Get Ma and Pa Bellow on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I want their uh, just... It's Cape. That's yeah. Mom and, mom and dad Bala. Yeah. It's Cape.
1: Yeah, because I'm dumb enough to use my real name and drag my entire family down Attaboy. with me. Good, man. So I, I didn't come up with a stage name. I'm not that bright. And who did? Yeah. Well, what are we talking about? Oh, TikTok. So uh, don't
3: look at me like that, Mike. Now,
1: the, <laughs> here's the funny thing. So, a lot of people, it got a lot more views that this Sicilian Vampire pre-show from Cape 192, which that was a, a part of it. It actually wasn't as long as I thought. We spent like 10, 15 minutes, but the rest were doing a lot of celebrity impressions. Oh, dear, I got God, to yes. break out the Tony Danza, which there's not much call for in 2021, if you believe that. Uh, and uh <laughs> No. I, I know. I'm just as surprised as you guys were. Shocker. But apparently, somebody's watching Taxi on Hulu because that did get a lot of views. So I was frankly surprised that this thing got a lot of views. And as a result, the views on the channel, because you can go down the YouTube rabbit hole, we all do it, kept going up and up and up. And I never really checked the analytics. And because I haven't put much energy in YouTube, I've been putting it into Instagram and TikTok. I'm like, this is, I, I kind of want to know where the traffic's coming from. So I did look into the analytics and I want to go over it with you guys because it's just, it, it's hilarious. So Top search YouTube terms. These the, now, this is all based on people who watch the videos on the uh, YouTube channel for Chris Abala's podcast experiment. There's not a custom URL. We don't have enough subscribers. So subscribe. Look up Chris Abala's podcast experiment on You're YouTube right. and subscribe Do it, people. to the Chris Abala channel. So the number one search term that brought people to the channel was comic book men. Okay. Shock of shocks. The number two search term tied with comic book men. So technically tied for number one. Podcast porno. Now... Uh, I, I've talked about this before. Who Don't what? look at me. Podca- I swear it, podcast porno but
3: is then number two. But below that is... is it,
1: American porno. Below that is Carl Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> and we know what story that is. <laughs> and coming in fifth, <laughs> bringing up the rear celebrity impressions. Okay. So okay. a lot of range, number one. Now, I talked about this. Oh, my God. It, it may have even been in 2020. It was a while ago. I don't know who in... Modern day is going to YouTube looking for porn. I, I don't. I really, really don't. Much oh, less, no. who in the fuck is searching podcast porno? Now, I know why it's leading to my channel. Here's, here's the thing. So there was an episode. I believe Ming. it's Cape. Uh, no, no, no. no. It's, I believe it's Cape 56. I should have looked it up, but um, there was an episode I did during the uh, Cape 2.0 or Cape Mark II. I think I'm going to consider the show like Deep Purple, where each each era is going to be. Think Mark of it like comic
3: of, book you know. ages. There's like the kind Bronze Age, <laughs> the Silver Age. Yes, well, this is the nice Golden ball, Age, if like...
1: I've ever. Yeah, a boy. <laughs> so during Cape's Cape Silver Age, um, I believe it was Cape 56. There's an episode called American Porno Story because that was when everyone was watching American Horror Story, and what happened was the a couple of, the, of my friends in California who were guest slash panelists on the show wrote like it was like a hustler letter or penthouse letter type type letter basically the idea like that in in the style of like a penthouse like an erotica kind of thing so the title of the episode was american porno story the only episode of the show that i put or the only video period that was age restricted i actually did market for 18 and over like if you if you're registered as being you can't 18 watch older. this yeah you can't watch this on youtube it still has the most views of anything and gets oh, awesome. gets so many views on a monthly basis now, the idea that people stuck around, obviously saw... Hey, nobody's fucking in this video at all. Like This podcast is bullshit. They still went and checked out other videos. I hope they enjoyed it because the subscribers have gone up, which is hilarious. But again, who the fuck is going to YouTube looking for porn in
4: 2022? You know, Especially I, since I
1: don't understand.
2: Since Pornhub turned 15 yesterday. Happy, Did it really? Yeah, happy birthday, Pornhub. You would know happy that. Happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, um, Pornhub. And thank
1: you for 15... 15- 15 glorious years. 15, yeah. 15 rock hard years. Anyway. um, Now, here was, uh, I I wanted to dig deeper into the analytics. Okay. Because I said, I I need to know how it is because um, search terms were up there, but they weren't the number one referral source. So when I looked at videos that were for top videos suggesting your content, okay, there were three that jumped out at me, the top three, no less. Okay. The number one is a video called Eden's Curve.
3: Eden's Curve.
1: Eden's Curve. Now, I'm going to pull up Eden's Curve on my phone and give you the description. Because
3: Wait, if what? it doesn't
1: if it doesn't sound like cape, I don't know what does.
3: Eden's Curve. Eden's
1: Curve. Peter heads off to university where he meets William, a classics major who develops a strong attraction to him. However, Peter becomes romantically involved with his roommate Joe and Joe's girlfriend. After a violent episode, Peter is taken in and protected... I suppose it's by his poetry professor Ian, and the two soon fall in love. But when jealousy intrudes, their happiness is threatened. If that doesn't sound like the audience for this show, oh, I that, have no idea. Uh, that you know, YouTube's uh, algorithm at work, people. Uh, yes, that is if, so if, spot on. If you're looking for drama that involves, you know, that's so affairs isn't that between so men. Freaking strange. That is really strange. Now, number two is a video called "The Map of Sex and Love." And the description is as follows. A young Chinese-American filmmaker returns to Hong Kong to make a documentary about the imminent opening
3: of a new Disney theme park. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it would only get better if the next one was Sicilian vampire trailer. Oh,
1: my God. Hang it... on. He meets two people, a gay dancer haunted by a childhood secret and a young woman who was traumatized during a visit to Belgrade. Once again, straight line from that to what this show is about.
3: <laughs> Clearly. Oh, next. Now, the
1: third one. It's like is reading a... our minds. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh like God. if if you needed a crash course on what the show was about, these movies have kind of summed it up. Uh, number three is a video called Straight Man, which I didn't click on to see what the description was because I, I sensed the theme here. It's kind of there. I swear to you I'm not making this up. Those three videos account for 69% of the traffic. That no went to the, just, it, had to, it couldn't be another number. 69% of the traffic that referred <laughs> people to the channel with Kate episodes and video clips oh my came from God. those three movies. Uh, I was flabbergasted, I, to put I it mildly. Got, I got, I got I, yeah. And I'm like, nothing. So, no, not Sicilian vampire. You would have thought. I, but, yeah, really. like. Uh, uh, so, do you use YouTube tags and all that stuff? Of course. But I tag relevant things. I don't tag Chinese American, New bag. Disney Park. No.
2: You know, well, you college should.
1: roommate affairs. Like I don't tag any of the things that are associated with this. These are full length movies, by the way, really? that are on
2: YouTube. Po- poetry, uh, poetry,
1: poetry professors, professors no? and uh, no, not right, a, no. It, it hasn't come up. Believe it or not, damn, it's never come up between. I mean, it has now, so I'm going to tag the shit out of it in this episode. But <laughs> otherwise, I I could not believe like this is the then traffic that's referring you, to people.
2: I'm going to tell you this right now. Yes. this has to be make me laugh or suck my dick because that's uh, clearly I mean, nothing that it is better. Than that.
1: Right? I mean, I now I need to watch these videos to see if that's what happens. Oh my God. <laughs>
2: you yeah. didn't make me laugh. Now suck my dick. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what. Now, that's if funny. it was a
1: young stand up comic trying to impress the manager of an up and coming comedy club, like at least that, I would have said, all right, I see where this is going. Make me laugh. <laughs> suck young, my dick is also a great title for a, that. A
2: young, and, <laughs> an up and coming comedian tries to impress a podcast studio owner. <laughs> there you go. Perfect.
3: See, now. Even that. Even. Okay, so then. Because I, I know YouTube a little bit, so it might be you have to. There's a thing now where you can add channel tags. I don't know if you know that.
1: I don't. There is a there
3: is a. Place I should be
1: better at YouTube, but again, I I've, I've throttled down on my yeah because it's not effort because I haven't been getting be, the views platform, and I have on an Instagram and TikTok. it's not it for you
3: right. But uh, but deep within the settings, mm-hmm. there is a way where you can like add automatic tags to your channel. So whenever okay. somebody will go to look for. Uh, Chris Abala's podcast experiment, you can make sure that these words will pop up in the search engine. Yeah, gay world.
5: porn.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Make sure that gets Chinese-American you. filmmaker. But
3: you might want to check because there Hong is Kong. one that is like, uh, like it, it's a category selection. Okay. So m- maybe somehow it's like, it's something in that that's gelling with those uh, videos. I said, so erotic Kong thriller Kong is Empire. one of my tags? <laughs> like Someone hacked your erotic shit Erotic thriller, or
1: LGBT. Ramming speed. Well, again, it's... It's not detrimental to the channel because people are clicking on other videos. It's driving traffic to the channel, yeah. which is why it's even more confounding. I'm like, okay, you started with these films. You found this show, and you stuck around. I mean, well, I'm Hunt, grateful. But You know it's really awesome? Thanks for hanging is out. They
2: yeah. probably watched those things. Felt shitty, needed finished, a laugh. Not finished. <laughs> and we're like, see what else is on. <laughs> I can I got What's another.
1: I, I can kill an hour. Mike Zabcek versus James Spader. What's this about? Oh,
3: this. I mean, if I, you're I watching, I mean, if you're watching a movie off of YouTube, you're a special kind of bored. You're just like, all right, I guess there's nothing else for me to do in life.
1: <laughs> I I just couldn't believe that. Like, and again, I don't look at analytics a whole lot. I kind of don't focus on them because no. it's it's a podcast for Christ's sake. I, you know nobody's making a living doing this. Two percent of podcasters making a living. Off of doing this, but I'm not one of them.
3: Smaller so difference.
1: probably smaller than that. I'm being generous by saying two percent. Mm, yeah. But anyway, I uh, I I had to look and the results did not disappoint. Cape two eleven. Isn't it great just to have people who are down to be part of it with no agenda? They're just right. down because it's
6: just like I like what they I like what you do. Correct. It's Correct. so cool to actually just come across people who are like, yeah, we're blessed. I'm in, we're blessed, bro. We everybody that we everybody mostly that we worked with are like that, and that and that was like always. I know we we took some time to talk about Munch, like that's that's why I loved Munch, like that was his mentality. Like, oh, that's Munch, where we were. Munch didn't know me for a long time. He he saw me on Snapchat, like he like he told you on the show, right, You know, right. being funny. And he hit me up, and everything from that point on, once I met him, he believed in everything that I said, bro. Like, everything that I wanted to do, he believed in it. He was down to give it a try, down to rock with it. Like, that's why I loved him. Like, that was that's why that shit hurt me. Like, I haven't lost a lot of people in my life. Like, mm. my great-grandparents, my grandparents, like, my aunts that are super close to me. But to be honest, I think this one hit me more than any of them. Because of just the relationship that me and him built. Because it, it was wasn't. such an unexpected friendship. Right, right. And it was built like we literally just LLC all of the work that we have been doing maybe four or five months before he passed away. Like there's so many plans that we have put in place, so many conversations that we, you know, were having. It's just like for that to happen is, and and for somebody to have that much trust and belief in you, and something that you both are starting green to. Like we both Neither of us were porn stars or content creators before this. So right. And you didn't even know just, you were going in that direction when right, you started either. Right. You were just
1: like, we're going to do this thing and see where it goes. Correct.
6: Correct. So to be green to something and have somebody going into it with you and then that person, that that, that shit beat me up bad, bro. Yeah. Like, for real, man. Well, is, it is, yeah. It's a partner.
1: To have somebody who believes yeah. in the dream. It's like Christian and I talk about all the time at the Muppet yeah. movie. It's like they, they, they believed in the dream, right. and, and that's what it is. You know, like you need that. It's yeah. it's easy to yeah. you can only do so much on your own. You yeah. can only do so much in a vacuum. I know being, you.
0: Like, What's up I, now? Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
4: know her. I know her. She from around. Okay, right that's away. why there's no ass comments. <laughs> I know. <from> so, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You see, he can be polite when he wants to. Yeah, I know. He's a big, big from right away. It's just because the camera's running. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm a real person, buttoned up gentleman when he's not on camera. No facts. That's a fact. That's a fact. He actually, but um. No, but that's actually the idea to have a partner like that who uh-huh. believes in what you're doing and who's there, and also is meeting you halfway because even that's hard to find too. Yeah. Even just one other person yeah. who's like, I get it, and I'm in, like whatever you're doing, like I'm down. And then, yeah, you guys are still. I mean, you guys are still on the incline yeah. with the show 100%. and how all these plans and all these things you're going to do. And yeah. then one day the dude's just gone. Right in 28. Bro. What right. Fuck. Right, yeah. I mean that. I'm. I was telling you before we started. You know, we're getting into it a little bit. Like it. It did just fuck me up again. Just kind of being at my age, mm-hmm. and just looking at him, and you know this the guy who passed away the day before who was 35, and it's just like, what the fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Like it. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. doesn't and at it's all. you know there's there's a great line in the movie Heat when uh, Robert De Niro is talking to this this girl uh, Edie uh, this night when they're sitting having a drink, and one of the lines he says is uh, whatever time you get is luck. And I I've seen that movie a bunch of times, but after you know, mid-June, after they passed away, it was one of those things where I just thought, yeah, it really is. Right. Whatever time you get is luck. luck. And it's it's crazy. I mean, it's it's motivating. Yeah. Because it makes you pull shit into focus really, really quickly mm-hmm. when you have that reminder of like, oh, right, this uh, this ends one day. <laughs> one day it just it goes away. But it's it's tough dealing with that, man. And especially with like with you guys having plans. As much as you want to move forward, they're yeah. still they're still rebuilding. They're still figuring out like you know what you want to do, but now it's how to do it on your own. Like you were saying. Yeah. You're, you're right. he left you with all these girls. You're kind of right, about it beforehand. Like it. So
3: what does Respect the Blackout look like now, now that it's just you? Or do you wanna do you plan on getting another co-host yeah. or like
6: To be honest with you, bro, it kind of looks the same. And I feel like if I do get another co-host, it'll be like Maybe one of our regulars coming up with me and just vibing with me. One of the girls. And I think yeah, it makes the, girls, the most sense. You know, one of the yeah. girls that's been up multiple times come up with me, and then have the new creator come up. You know, and I did one show already because it was just like, you know, like I'm one of those people. Like I don't like to be down. So like the grieving process, I kind of like forced myself through it. Like because yeah. I was just like I tell you, I was just laying around, getting drunk, just taking drugs, just didn't want to feel shit, and I just had to get up. I was just like, bro, I need to fucking Book an interview right now. Like, I need to. And I I hit a girl up, and she was very fortunate she came through. Ming pulled up. Ming recorded the episode for me. It just didn't feel the same, but it felt good just getting back to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was just like, We had the plans to get right back to it when he came back. So, you know, it still looks the same. I'll probably have, like, some of the regular girls, like, maybe, like, Spicy or Nick Salinka or Picante Jenny, like, or Tori, some of the girls that have been here multiple times. Uh, Janice, like, and then just have them vibe with the girls or vibe with new creators. And we're still shooting content for the girls. We're still, you know, doing the same thing. So it's still exactly the same. So it's just why don't have fucking that guy? He's that guy, bro. He's yeah. that guy, bro. It's just that guy. It's just so much he did that you don't notice that he mm-hmm. did, but you know, you notice when somebody's not there. Yeah, you notice that shit. Well, that's it.
1: That's and it's, it's also like, well, we we got to continue. We, you know, yeah. I can't I can't not do it either yeah. because that's probably the most disrespectful thing you can do is just to be like it's over. I mean, as much right. as I got a, it was a partnership.
3: It's wild because you you had you had said that. Uh, you had to do something mm-hmm. in the midst of the grieving process. And that resulted in that comeback episode of respect the black God. Mm-hmm. I went through something very similar with, um, when my dad passed away mm-hmm. where, um, I know that if, so the weekend that my dad passed, um, I had scheduled a, a music video, right. Mm-hmm. And we had been planning that shit for like three months, four months. And it was a big pain in the ass. And if it was a cancellation, I couldn't fucking do it. Mm. My dad passed away the night before the shoot, Damn. and honestly, I'm glad that I did it because I look back and I and now I realize that was a pivotal moment because I'm like, if I hadn't done that, yeah. I th- I don't think I'd be where I am now. Mm. I think I would have been stuck for right. a very long time right. in a very self destructive in in a very s- self destructive kind of. Mm weird vortex so yeah. it is something with creators when you really like when something crazy happens it's like we the the best thing we can do is just kind of get lost in the work when when some people might look at that and be like that's kind of unhealthy but then no
6: for us it's like you know it, it's as an us, outlet as creators with us our best work comes from when we're feeling pain Oh like, yeah, that's where everything comes from. Like that's when you know when you your toughest moments. Like as music, my best songs come from when I'm hurt. Like you know, what I'm saying yes. as a creator, yeah, your best moments come from it. And it's crazy how as a creator you can be in a deep dark place, but still pull happy out of it to create. So oh yeah, it's just, it's, just it's, it's it's really it's tough to deal with. But I'm so happy and fortunate to be a creative and a strong person. Because it's not a lot of people that can, you know, because you can their, channel it. Right.
1: And you can right. put it in a direct, like you can take that energy and put right. it in a direction. And yeah, it's even like I was saying before, like your feelings are one thing, but action is what's going to get you through it. Actually, there's um, a really good podcast if you guys want to check it out. He's written a couple of books too, a um, guy named John Kim, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. The Angry Therapist. Oh, okay. And he uses this. Um, like he talks it. about a lot of his books with regard to relationships and all sorts of just painful things like post breakup and, you know, all this other stuff. And uh, he says, it's not about moving on. It's about moving through. Yeah. And I think that applies in so many areas of life where it's like you're not putting it behind you and you're not ignoring it like I'm moving on and that's not that. The idea of moving through it and feeling it is one thing, but it doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, again, sat at home or in bed or just, you know, just like getting drunk all the time. It's just like you're going to get up and you're going to keep doing it because that's how you get to the other side of it, you know? So I've actually been using that, expression a lot just hijacked that from him the idea of moving mm-hmm. through something instead of moving I like on that. I like that. but it makes total sense so yeah check out the angry therapist like the podcast love. but
6: i like that yeah
1: it's but the idea that yeah we can even for me like the idea of you know losing these two people in one week you know these young guys was like okay i got a lot i want to do like it did after having a very existential week or two mm-hmm. i did have a um i did have a productive time where it, it put stuff into focus like okay i'm going to do this i'm going to reach out to do this um like a interview from last week you know, 210 with Corey Pierce I was just like okay we've been talking about it for a while we're gonna make it happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and, and stuff like that where I'm just okay what do I want to do because I've kind of looked at even in this show just in blocks I was like what are we doing for the summer it's gonna be this what are we doing for the fall between September and you know December for the end of the year okay let's line all of that up mm-hmm. so it, it kind of it would have been very easy to get caught up and just like oh this sucks or like well it's summer or I don't feel like yeah. this or I'm just I, I'm down because of that but I'm like I have, to, I have to do it. Yeah. I can't not do it. And that's kind of the thing about being creative, like you said, where the idea of like, I got to pull something out of this because mm-hmm. I can't just, you can sit and, and just let it weigh you down, but. I'll feel worse if I sit around and don't do anything. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like that's it. Like e- even the idea that, you know, just because of, you know, again, we were talking about before the sh- when we got to the studio tonight that, you know, I wanted to bring the show back in like February, but just life shit got in the way I and the I wasn't crazy about it. I was really eager to get back to doing this show in April when it did come back. But yeah, it's the idea of just like, I have to do this. You know, I have to do it. I have to channel this, this creative energy in a direction. Cape 217. If you
2: sit behind this, this table long enough, sit behind a board, and you know this, Christian, from watching people. You know when somebody's gonna be successful because you're like, holy shit. Real. I
3: knew from the first session I worked with them because they were just so authentically themselves. Right. And it was literally just a recording of people who had who I where I was witnessing honestly a blossoming friendship because they hadn't really known each other all that well but when they yeah. started the show. But I'm listening to them piece together like, oh my god, we're lifelong friends. Like yeah. this is this is brilliant. And it just kept going and going until they finally found their pocket. Totally. And were just succeeding. And then Unfortunately, what happened, happened. Yeah. Unfortunately. They but, were like,
1: exceeding,
2: is what they were doing, yeah. which was pretty fucking awesome to watch. Yeah. And I was just amazed, because the first time, I think, Christian, it was really early on. I had done their like their second or third podcast. Um, maybe you could check the stats for me. <laughs> Look on the back of their rookie card and find yeah, out. Yeah, us see exactly <laughs> which one it was. Let's see, <laughs> in
1: 2017. Uh, yeah, I really
2: miss uh, those, the early baseball cards where they had the fucking you know, they ER had the stats agent. on the yeah. back. Yeah. It was oh, my great. God. We should, we should make them. Yeah, then we for would. podcasts?
1: That for would podcasts. Be pretty cool. I mean, it'd be, oh, it'd
2: my be. God. Can you imagine getting Shaw's rookie card? You know, that'd, be, <laughs> yeah.
1: that'd be awesome. I mean, I, I keep a pretty elaborate archive. I could certainly do Cape cards. Sure. I could do trading cards for Cape. That would actually be pretty fucking cool. That's a unique merch idea if yeah. I've ever heard one. And that'd be a nice Patreon tier bonus, too. Oh, my That's God. That's cool. Every month you get a new card. An Ooh, un- or an uncut sheet. Like, if you go for the VIP, you get, like, one of those uncut sheets. Or the awesome. people who do, like, 50 bucks a month get an autographed card every month. Like, whoever they're... Nice. Oh,
3: my God. God. That's dope. Because I do. Because I, I keep...
1: I mean, aside from a vast archive, like, I have notes on every single episode because I'm a one-man production house. Gotcha. So, I can, I can legitimately... Pull stats for everybody as far as f- debut episode. How many I episodes? Think, all I that. think
2: we fell down a rabbit hole again. We
1: did, but I'm trying to circle back to me because <laughs> we're doing my <laughs> show. It's my show. And it's more fucking important than the guy who didn't show up tonight. No, I'm kidding.
3: I'm totally kidding. <laughs> now think, there's no, an intro bit if I've ever seen. Yeah, it. I
1: know, exact. Holy
2: shit. Uh, Jesus. That's me. I'm an <laughs> yes. egotist. Any asshole puts
1: his name in the in the title of a show, you know it's trouble.
2: Get his dick out of your mouth. What? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right? He's only here. <laughs> and you're so busy. Just that and has to, to go pads in. And,
2: Yeah, that has to go into the Instagram. Like, oh, I yeah. need everything. Yeah, you know me.
1: I know how to cut stuff together. Nah, you should sure do. Where were we? He's got So we were. Oh, sorry. Well, no, it was their, back second to their second or third
2: episode. And it was like, holy shit, these guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like
1: they've got the thing.
2: Yeah, they had the thing, and I forget. It was like a, a year into it, and uh Poppy was talking about. um how if you're if you're a respectful lover, you will eat a girl's ass. And I'm like, yes, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, and I'm like, no, you, you do. You, you have to. And, and we- they
3: respected you so much from that from here on out. Totally. Like they were always checking in on you. They would always ask me, like, how's Mike? How's he doing? <laughs> And I was always and a. I made it my point. I was like, Mike's always good. You
1: ingratiated yourself with the show through the back door. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, I, I, what, that, and cracks like that get you on my show. Damn i even crack. See, I'm mm. smart. I got the You're highest smart.
3: I've ever gotten on their show.
1: Yeah, we heard about. Oh my this. god. Yes. Oh wait, Do you know about this too? I <laughs> I,
2: I, I got high too. Did I didn't you really? Too? Yeah. We were eating. Oh, please, um, let's talk about it. He's gonna and love. We're talking cheese. about yeah. him even though he's not here. The mac and cheese and the broccoli, and I was like, Holy shit! What THC broccoli? Yes. And it was it de- was delicious shit. because the, here's what happened shit. for the vegan they, stoners. They among tricked
3: you. us though. They, they were did. like, eh, oh, is you this can the same eat, night. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. You can eat a little bit, and not get high. So I had one plateful, two platefuls, three platefuls. Ah, ah, ah.
1: ah oh and
5: my and
3: god. Then, are you on camera right now? Did you? Are
1: you in frame? Then, yes. Okay, I good. Know. I'm just making sure. But then, this here's, is
3: but then here's what happened, and you can find this episode online. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna seek the shit out of this. Oh, it is amazing. You can you can hear it. I'm very talkative at the beginning of the episode. And then I get real quiet.
2: He was chatty, Kathy. And then just like, everybody knows, man. Everybody knows. And, and I'm like, a, a do you point- want me to drive you home? Because I'm really high. <laughs> like, and, and they'll know, man. And he's like, yeah, they'll know. And we, we were just like, because they wanted us to take food back with us. I'm like, Yeah, I know. And I'm like. Take this home so my son, my sixteen year or fourteen year old son, can eat it. No way, I'm finishing it up here. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" And I'm like, "I'm getting higher and higher and higher." Oh my was, god! And that, oh, because what was it? What was the? Uh, it was chicken. It was
3: chicken mac and cheese mac and, and broccoli. Cheese.
1: The so, broccoli was So at amazing. what point did they t- they just told you they had food? They ne- they didn't say anything about it Well, being... no, they no, said they it was... No, they said it was THC. Oh, they did. Laced, Oh, okay. Yes. It was yeah, THC. They, they, they had, were like, hey, guys, had, dig in. and didn't but even say anything. the way that they had said it... That would have been
3: my move. The way that... Oh, fuck you, first off. That's awful. Well, Two, they had kind of... they The way that they had set it up was it was like, yeah, you can have a little bit, and you'll get like a slight high. Right. Which was horse shit.
2: Because, <laughs> so, yeah, this punched you right in the face. Really? Yeah. And I'm like... Holy shit! Because it this this shit does it snuck up on you and then it's like peekaboo it's like what the fuck? It's like, it's like a wave shit. that just washed over. Yeah, and you're peekaboo like, sucker punch. Yeah, so oh you're like God. looking around, going, where did this fucking place used to be in black and white? And you're mm-hmm. like, son of a bitch, <laughs> where did all this color come from? I'm and I'm looking at Christian and I'm like, yeah,
3: what's going on, Mike? I can't hear you, I'm man.
2: Like, I'm not breathing. That's amazing. I forgot oh how God. to breathe. And see, he's like, "Me too, I think. like I haven't I'm, I, I think I have gills. I'm like, I, that's fucked up. You might.
3: See, you, you might. See, my adventure didn't end at the the recording studio, though. it continued because I drove home. Yes. but then see, I've driven high before, too. so I'm not like too too worried about it.
1: Statue of Limitations has expired. So yes. yes, let's talk but about then, that.
3: But then it started to snow on my drive home.
1: So you were like Are you sure uh, it did? No, or it started to snow.
3: No, no. Fuck he was, off. F- what?
1: He was, Everybody he was, has different reactions to getting hot. No, I'm not he was judging you for it. He was say.
2: driving and he's like, oh shit. And it looks like um
3: It looks like Star Wars. Like like
2: like it, like,
3: <laughs> it looked like it looked like hyperspeed. So oh, at okay. that point, I Ludicrous I literally <laughs> I I was like, no way. I put on the Star Wars theme in my car and just blasted it. Just while you're driving 17 miles an
2: hour, but then (laughs) he's got the cane. He's like tapping. He's he's driving by feel.
3: But then here's where it got fucked up. Was I got followed by a cop for like six miles? Of course, and I I didn't go any other way. And he didn't pull me over. He 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 got to the edge of my neighborhood and turned off. And it ruined the high for me. Like I started I mean, overthinking. Nothing will
1: sober you up faster. And
3: everything just. I started overthinking everything. I got home and I went to bed. And the only thing that made me happy when I went to bed, and this is why I, I remember this so specifically, was feeling like you flew the Falcon. Was feeling like I flew I just the Falcon. I did the Kessel Run, guys. And uh, at the t- <laughs> at the time on Twitter, they were airing a sneak peek of the new Animaniacs. So I remember uh, being very very happy when I heard the theme song. I'll bet in my stupor of highness. You think and cartoons that, are fun sober. And then that high lasted two days, and I was like, this is done. I'm, yeah. a, I'm over this. Yeah. And I yeah. have not done anything weed-related since.
1: And to wrap things up, Cape 220.
3: Honestly, it, it does blow my
1: mind. I mean, aside from the fact that the show is, you know, wrapping up earlier in the year, because everyone's going to do their Christmas episodes in the middle of the month. <laughs> Why get involved in that noise? Mm. Uh, I really can't get over the fact that maybe it's a side effect of getting older. Ming, you're the only one at the table who can agree with me on this because we're of a certain age but um also i just I, I can't
0: believe thanks i'll take it um i think he was talking to me oh was he yeah i think so well, you, no. right on yeah <laughs> kiss the host ass he's paying um
1: but honestly i i just can't believe that the year's over with already honestly i've been waiting
12: one. for this moment the entire year oh don't <laughs> worry the next one's gonna be worse
4: oh man. i know, I know.
12: Is, is, it, is it it's gonna
1: be recession 2023 i mean can, is that what you're can betting it get on? worse or can it, it can always late? get worse. don't say it can never get right, worse it can yeah. always get worse yeah, we, we didn't
12: didn't think 2021 could get any worse and then bam last day of the year betty white dies
1: so yeah, it's exactly like, shit there's always exactly. worse there's always around the corner. a way
12: to go downhill
1: don't say yeah don't be like, well, I can't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Never say that. Don't right? say rest that. in power. No. Yeah, you cut don't that say that. short. short. Right.
12: You know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> don't speak it into existence. Dude, Which is I a funny ha- thing. People only say that when you say something negative. Like, I've said plenty of great things about myself that have not come true. Yeah. I have a very, very many ambitions- affirmations. Self affirmations. Oh, yeah, yeah, but they don't work. So it's like, why can't it work both ways? <laughs> it's, it's like, it's- don't speak it into existence. I've said a lot of things about, like, I'm going to be a rock star when I'm 19, and it never happened. So yeah. Yeah. W- why is it I can't say, well, it can't get any worse. <laughs> Things will only From, get worse. That stuff, the universe hears. This I don't is get why it. I subscribe to Nihilism. From the
12: movie Nothing Dogma, uh, when he speaks, it's not like guys like me are going to just fall <laughs> out of the sky. Bam. It's not like big titty women are going to fall well, out of the sky. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> not like. Right.
10: right. Exactly.
14: <laughs> exactly. You're right. How You're much right. of that do, like, do you believe in the idea of like a vision board, though, <laughs> that you put your goals on a vision board. And if you look at oh, it, oh god, it has the
12: opposite you, effect on me. Yeah, you get
14: <laughs> like the get the magazines and some you know some paste, some Elmer's paste, and like, not even scissors. <laughs> He's pretty much. I'm, I'm being just, honest. Okay, I, how filthy can I be here? As <laughs> dude, there's no filters on this show. I masturbated on acid to Brooklyn Chase once, <laughs> and then three months later, I met her. <laughs> So it works. That's not so willing my, something into existence. That's it how you manifest positive thought into uh, reality. So which
1: which element of that was on your vision board? You masturbating, Brooklyn Chase, what or the, was the finishing, finishing <laughs> product? Yeah, it, it was. I, I wanted to say it was the.
14: Uh, it wasn't a vision board per se, but it was, okay. a, it was a manifestation of positive thoughts. And I mm. sat there and I, I was having the connection moment. Also, when I finally you had eight minutes of positive thoughts, oh yeah, to Brooklyn <laughs> chase. And when it finally came out though, because I was on acid, there was like little sparks coming out of it. I was like, you know, wow, it, it, it looked like the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dick started singing. <laughs> I mean, if that's not an
1: if that's not an endorsement Under of acid. See. <laughs> <laughs> twice as high. It's
14: because it's red. That's take why. <laughs>
13: <laughs> that must have been from the, the Essex, acid too. Flying with reading rainbows. You know? <laughs> or an entire
14: acid trip's worth of rubbing. That'll do it. I'm guessing. Yeah. No, I don't have the time to do acid Don't take word. my word for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I miss it. acid. You still have a line on it? fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: why yep. did you give it up? I just haven't done it in like a year. In 30 days. I didn't. No,
12: me and him and my roommate and our other friend... <laughs> Uh, I swear to God it was biblical because it was Joseph, John, Luke, and Matthew all doing (laughs) acid. It was so biblical. And then we watched (laughs) The Room. The worst, best movie of all time. It was, it was, best really best bad, it was time. a really bad idea. Guys. A, my jaw was clenched was for the, the entire hour idea. and 30 minutes. Because you was... don't know
13: when they're going to stop the sentence. No. They just keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> like The dialogue is
12: ridiculous. Five yeah. sex scenes in the first half hour. And he's not and he's even very... in the
13: right place. He's at her navel. Yeah, he's fucking her he's belly fucking button. fucking her navel. Every it, single it, time. It's the same
12: scene that they just repeat. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And the
13: music starts and they're in this room with all these fucking billowy... like. You're my best customer. Oh, Thank you, Tommy. Like
12: editing I have ever... Seen the uh, high mark oh, yeah, <laughs> ev- everything, I everything that. about that movie. God help any mark I ever meet. Mm. They're throwing the football around,
13: and then that like way too old kid is like, Can I watch? and it's like, What the fuck, dude? <laughs> no! <laughs> Get out, uh, Ronnie. Get denny. out, Ronnie. Denny. 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 Yeah, thank you. Denny's denny. named after named a restaurant. Denny.
1: No. <laughs> Denny's is going out of business in New
13: what Jersey. What the fuck's up, oh, Denny's?
1: Are there any Denny's left in New Jersey? They're, we're losing them. I mean, no, there has – They used to be ubiquitous. East Brunswick. Your <laughs> East That's so right. Route yeah. 18 has one. But are there any others? I don't know. I think ever since the smoke and who's, was who's to
12: over Grand Slams after this? Please, let's drive, <laughs> East East. let's drive all the way to you know, Brunswick. Let's drive all the way to East know, for a Grand Slam. Food poisoning. Poisoning, if they're 24 yeah. hours, maybe. Oh, that'd be Because <laughs> all
1: all your favorite North Jersey diners are not 24 hours anymore post-pandemic. I know, post-pandemic, devastated.
12: I, at least Top's yeah. Diner is still top-notch. Like, they remodeled right. and nothing changed about that food, so.
1: But you can't go at shit-face 2 in the morning and get yourself a
12: western aisle. I my shit-face disco fries. It was beautiful.
1: And there you have it. The best of 2022. Personally chosen by me and compiled here for your enjoyment. And I hope you enjoyed the clips enough that you go back and check out some of the full episodes from last year. And subscribe for when the show comes back Monday, April 24th. And keep listening because everyone's invited to the party. Come on in. Stay a while. We hope you enjoy yourselves. I hope you had a lot of laughs. I hope you enjoyed listening to these compilations. And again, if you started here, go check out Volume 1 because it's just as funny. I'm definitely biased. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts and follow the show at Cape Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You can also follow me at Chris Aballo on Twitter and TikTok and at Chris Sells Out on Instagram. Links are in the episode description. And in closing, let me just say thank you. Thank you for listening, subscribing, following, liking, sharing. I appreciate all of it and I'm looking forward to bringing you so many more great shows in 2023 so until next time this is chris aballo and this is one big ass experiment